Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is the XNC Podcast, your Xbox newscast featuring Cold Eastwood, hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, XNC Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat, hit the like button, and let's get into this week's topics with the XNC Podcast live. Well, it took a minute, but we got everybody in here. Welcome to the Ecstasy Podcast. I'm the host. I'm going to try and be the host, but I've got a room full of hosts. The amazing RDX guys, my good friends. These guys could run a show all by themselves. They could, they'll could. they probably just take over this show, but welcome them. Welcome you. This is the show we're running on live on Xbox for the uh, newscast show on the Cold Eastwood Show. We're also on demand on Spotify, Google Pocket Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. If you want to check out the show after the fact with the audio, earbuds, mowing the lawn. But here we are. Welcome to the show. I'm going to go one by one. We've got one more coming in in a little bit, but pretty much the full RDX experience. The the whole thing that made me able to be here, I suppose. But xCloud, Tim Dog, how are you? Say hi to the chat. Hello, chat. Happy to be here. It's always good to be doing a podcast with you, Colts. Uh, we had a good show, I believe, like three or four weeks ago, and just ready to go. Got a yeah, and everyone, <laughs> everyone wants to know what in the heck's going on with your profile picture. What is it? Well, that is Xbox Lizard, and uh, <laughs> that is basically uh, the lore of Xbox. Uh, when, 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 um, you know, when guys. It's like, a ball sack. Uh, no, it's not a ball sack. <laughs> It's when Lafonge was a, a Sega, sack with glasses. A Sega fan. Um, no, it's 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 a joke, uh, inside joke with Jazz and a, a lot of people in the community uh, about five years ago. But he was shunned from the community because he his name was Xbox Lizard, and Phil said that he resembled Xbox L- Lizard Squad, so we had to kill him off. And in true Tim fashion, the picture's not even cropped in the center. It's like off to the side. It's barely in there. He's <laughs> hiding from the FBI. Uh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, welcome to the show, Tim. I'm glad you're back again. And, of course, Happy back again here. all the time. Dealer Gaming, how you been? New podcast. Who, who it is? I'm doing all right. I'm, uh, I'm playing Mass Effect 3 for now. Uh, it's a lot of fun. If you're joining us, guys, hit the like button, tell a buddy or two, 
that Cold Eastwood's got a ball sack on the show. And also, uh, let us know your thoughts as we go through the topics today. Thanks for having us. Yeah, let us know your thoughts on what you don't even know we're going to talk about yet, but we will get into that. Uh, I've got another guy who's like the super OG, D-Batch, who's uh, been, I've been on this podcast stuff with RDX for four or five years. How long's it been? D, say hi. Yeah, it's been a while, man, and, and, and a little bit from the olden days too, man. It's good to be on your show. Can't lie. I miss you, man. Uh, the whole crew is, is back together. I'm trying to upload it. I think I uploaded there it my, is. Uh, I see avatar it. now. See there the we go. So you guys can see. Yes, it's the real D-Batch, not an imposter one. <laughs> <laughs> D-Snitch. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's it's a good break. Uh, a Monday night, uh, and you're clearly very important because I'm skipping Monday Night Raw for this show. So just so you know, you, are <laughs> you know you're totally allowed to watch it while you're doing the show. But uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks for, thanks for being here. And of course, the man... They tried to kill him. They've tried to take him down. Everything under the sun's tried to knock this guy down, but he won't stop. Fawns, welcome back to the show. This is like yeah, your uh, third time, fourth time? No, third? second, second. Second? Second Ninth? time. We got it. Yeah, second time. Anyways, uh, it's uh, my voice is a little messed up. I'm still getting over COVID, but um, I just wanted to shout out the, some guy in the chat, Dan, uh, D'Angelo. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, not leaving, bud. I, I'll be here for the whole show. Um, so, uh, he, yeah, he he wanted me to leave, I guess, or something. But you know what? It's all good. <laughs> Why are you giving him good. a shout out? <laughs> giving him a shout out because you know I think he I think he wants attention. I'm going to give it to him. Uh, should besides, we send, should we send D'Angelo an invite to come in here and he can we yeah, squeeze we him should. right between we you should. and D-Batch? Hey, could could I could I possibly <laughs> ask a question here, Colt? Are we allowed to say fu- fudge? <laughs> You're allowed to say fudge. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, Damn. this is uh, try to, we try to keep it somewhat clean, but when dealers already opened it up with the ball sack with the sunglasses, so we're doing the best we can. Also, uh, we we've got Zocker who's going to be coming his way in once he gets done eating at Panda Express, and, uh, and then he'll stop by, you know, pick up McDonald's and get some Taco Bell, and then he'll be here. But we're excited to have Zocker here, so we'll, I want a chance for everybody in the chat to make fun of Zocker before he gets here because he's a fraud. But um, yeah, let me let me get some business out of the way. I want to give a shout out to the channel veterans, Ricky Fallon, Zenner White, Poochie Wolf Assassin. A lot of these people are uh, great supporters of RDX. I've heard these names so many times to talk to them in the chat. DeBlue, Davari, O2, Gaming Fault Lines, Hero Cavic, Ronnie Coots, Dark CMF, Gaz, Betamax, Dante Moody, Alex Wilson, Lord Starkiller, Robert Jackson, Gamer McFly, Assassin Lupa, Nano Polymeth, Suicide King, Udani Kizada, Phil, KY Bob, William Lanza, and Matt Burns. Those are some good people for sure. Thank you for supporting the channel. Today we're going to talk about some of the crazy news that's been going on. Some of this stuff is like really slanted towards PlayStation. PlayStation's been doing a lot of, uh, they've been like saying, you know, we build organically, but they've been buying stuff like crazy. We're going to talk about that. Also, some of the future of Xbox and the IPs they have coming up and what in the heck is going on with 2022 dealer what is going on with this 2022 as an Xbox fan uh well let's talk about what's not going on which is Microsoft paying for chips (laughs) (laughs) I want to come back to that because I've I've actually talked to a few people that work at Xbox and they're like that's silly that's stupid um yes But, uh, you know, there's a lot of reasons why that doesn't make any sense and that it's unsubstantiated. But uh, what's happening in 2022 for Xbox fans is a lot of what is hopefully the very last bit of waiting that any of us are willing to do ever again this year. 
because, uh, you know, what we don't have a game for like, I don't know, how many more months? Six more months, right? And uh, hopefully with the release of Starfield, that's the end of yeah. this whole thing, <laughs> please. Right? Yeah. I mean, chat, chat, right? Hopefully Starfield the last time we're waiting, right? Yeah, this is, uh, we've talked about this quite a bit, but that whole stalker thing getting delayed because of what's going on across the world. It's such a terrible mess. And then um, it was funny, you you couldn't talk about any other games when Elden Rings was in the uh, was in the mix. We're going to get that in a bit. I'm glad you talked about the chip things. We're also going to get to that. I want to start off, um, I'm going to start off with Fonz on this one. Starfield. We've seen zero gameplay of it. People are super hyped, even though they've seen nothing of it. You can only speculate what's going to be. And then they dropped another two videos over the last couple weeks. Fonz, can you get people up to speed on what's going on in Starfield and what's Metacritic and uh, when you buy it? <laughs> well, the Metacritic uh, hasn't come out yet, but when it does drop, it'll be in the 90s, I'm sure. Um, it's That's gonna a bold be a claim, Fonz. I, I don't care. Oh. I'm going to be bold about this. <laughs> It's going to be uh, Starfield is going to be incredible. Starfield is going to be the next big thing from Bethesda. Who doesn't love Bethesda? I mean, honestly, Bethesda has been the the, the go to for many people that love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Uh, that love RPGs, man. Western yeah. RPGs. They've been the the studio that's always brung it with their single player RPGs. Uh, all of them. Mark each each one uh, each of the series at least one of each series has gotten a game of the year nomination. All right, so they've always they've always produced good good Western RPGs. Uh, this one is going to be incredible. The the latest video that they put out though, honestly, uh, the the robot Vasco, it was really irrelevant. It was something that was just. I think it just was kind of a tease to people again, you know. Stop ruining um, my hype, Fonz. Uh, no, 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 no. Get hype for the game. Seriously, get hype for it. It's going to be incredible. But Get hype for Vasco. But but I like the fact that they did mention that this is just one of uh, of other companions that you'll have along the way. He's not the only one. Uh, but, it, you know, it's well, just is a Is he going to be like Cogsworth in Fallout 4 where no one used him as a companion? Oh, man. Oh, man. No, I think they'll actually use Vasco, and I think that you'll probably start off with him, mm-hmm. and uh, it'll be one of those situations where that'll be your go-to guy for a while until you meet others. Um, I, I, the game's going to be awesome, man. Like, I, I can't see anybody like that likes a Bethesda, uh, you know, single-player RPG looking at this game or listening to what we're hearing about it. And thinking anything negative on it because everything we're hearing right now is basically Skyrim on steroids in space. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't love? Yeah, that? I gotta, I gotta ask D Batch. Um, what do you think we're going to get from combat? What's this combat going to be like in Starfield? It's something they've refused to talk about. They haven't shown anything. We haven't even seen. Uh, we haven't even seen a picture of somebody holding a gun other than setting it down by a sandwich. If if I had to guess, I would say it'd be uh, somewhere on the lines of Mass Effect. I I don't think it can be like the same type of Fallout style because it's, that's kind of jank. I I think they're gonna approve upon it. And if if I had to guess, I would say like Mass Effect style type type of combat. And do you think there'll be a first and third person camera, or is that third person camera gonna be a throwaway like it mostly was in Fallout Four? Uh, that's hard. <sighs> I use that camera, man. It's 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 hard it's hard it's hard to I say, have. man. I, I I think you should honestly give options. Do 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 both. You know, uh, give give the option of both because personally, 
I don't really want to play that game in first person. I I, I personally would want to play it in third person. So if people want to play that in first person, then give that the option. But I want it to be third person. I've always switched back and forth when I play Fallout. I've always went back and forth. Even uh, um, Elder Scrolls, I did the same thing. I would bounce back and forth, depending on what I was doing. Yeah, yeah. If you're a mag- if you're a magic guy, like the third person camera is pretty cool, but the like wielding an axe was kind of weird on that. On that, Tim, you've been hyping up Starfield like crazy. Do you have anything to say about um, this like drip feed of we're gonna sit around a nice little clean table with a coffee mug and mm-hmm. and well, say a, little, I- a lot about nothing? Well, I mean, if you remember when the Bethesda deal got, uh, when they had that round table, they said, yes, we're going to show it off. And they, you know, they talked about the summer or the, or the summer of this year. Uh, obviously, it was slated for E3. And obviously, it's going to be the headliner at whatever show that they're going to have. And I believe that just like many of their other games and the way they've handled it, it's going to be very good. And I think that. Um, you know, you're dealing with, uh, you know, a, a project with, you know, um, Todd Howard put a lot of into it and, you know, his pedigree really, um, you look at, you know, Skyrim and you look at the games that he's done, um, and he's hyping this game up and I've heard the rumors, it's going to be the real deal and confident it's for a good reason. It's because basically. Yep. Uh-oh. <laughs> the Autobots got him. Transform and roll out. And You're glitching, Tim Dog. The lizard man got you, Tim. They were absolutely um, wowed by it. Um, he can't even hear it's, it's the deliver. <laughs> Tim, can you hear us? Tim. Hey, Tim. Wow. Better better now? Yeah. Better I feel now. like that scene in All Forrest right. Gump when he's giving that speech at the Washington Monument. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Well, basically... no, it, it, it's smoothed out now, Tim. But okay. go ahead and give us your, well, give your thing, synopsis. I have 100% confidence. And I don't think people, like people who complain about the gameplay, this is the way they've always done their thing. They've always shown it like six yep. months before. You remember Fallout? Yep. Just yeah, yeah. no reason to worry, in my opinion, and I think that we're gonna. Uh, whenever they announce it, you, you know, we're gonna. It's gonna be the the headliner for sure. Okay, I got one more question. I got to get a couple supers here that kind of get the show kicking off. But I got a Steeler. What are the chances that this eleven eleven twenty two date gets pushed? And what do you think the Metacritic score is going to be? I thought I heard you kind of pipe in it with a guess. Mm, I think the meta score will be around in eighty seven, eighty eight. Um, why? I don't know. I just have gut feelings about things, and usually I'm pretty accurate with the meta scores for some reason. Yeah, it's because yeah, Xbox yeah. is going to ruin them. Um, no, I, I mean 80, 80, 85, 87, 88. That's not a bad. That's not a bad yeah. score at all. So no. if they the get that, and Xbox games pretty closely. Over the past uh, couple years. If they get that, then then I'll be you know that's <laughs> I mean hey it is what it is. Even if it's an eighty, you know it's still a good game, right? So yeah, and it's all it's all up to the individual at the end of the day. But obviously as fans, we all want the best score possible. We want uh, the W, right? We want to be able to have some a little bit more morale and. And confidence, uh, you know, like anybody would. So I'm guessing anywhere from 85 to probably 88. Um, could be wrong, but we'll see. And as far as the date, I mean, hey, if they're not 
delaying it by now you know i mean hey we've seen them announce crackdown 3's date on the xbox one x's uh, launch day and literally a month or two later delay it right like so it, who knows but uh, i feel like they've had a ton of time to work on this they've been working on it since before fallout 4 uh, i think that was when it was in pre-production or at least they were coming up with these ideas and that was yeah. a long time ago so i think it's about time we uh, get something you know yeah, it seems like there are people that are like really hoping it gets delayed, but I'm a dealer. It's uh, Todd Howard sounds like they've just given themselves that extra few months. But we got a shout out from JCJad93, uh, who does a super chat before the show started because he's heading to bed. I guess he says, Hey, Colton RDX crew, have a great stream. Can't wait to listen tomorrow. Happy gaming. Flame, thank you so much for the five. Says, I finally figured out why crossover is happening. X and C is buying RDX for sixty nine thousand four hundred twenty dollars to booster all of X and C pass. Uh, no, no, uh, dealer bought it's me the for opposite. Five <laughs> <laughs> and then all we had to do is pay him in cup of noodles. That was it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love cup noodles. Drawn TJ with a twenty says, "Oh hell yeah, best panel ever." Going to listen while working out. Have a great show. Hey, get some games. Leave your camera on while you're working out. We're going to see if uh, we'll critique your form or whatnot. <laughs> That's a big problem. <laughs> D-Bash, we hear those uh, those mining fans in the background. Yep. Oh, no. The Ethereum is good, man. <laughs> what do you mean, oh, no? It sounds like you're in a damn refrigerator. Like, <laughs> I, 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 let me read. I, you know what? Right now, I'm I just got an achievement. Who just rolled. <laughs> I got to give a shout out. We're just rolling in. Zocker87. We've been talking all day today. Welcome to the show. Yep. How was work? How you been? Uh, exhausted from work, but no, I'm glad to be here. I tried getting my camera to work, but all that comes up is that stupid circle thing, and Thank I can't God. even change that now. I, right? I'm saving everybody's circle. eyes. A stupid circle. Oh, That's what that thing. <laughs> that stupid circle. But no, it's fine. I'm glad to be here. Sorry, I'm late. Well, you know, I couldn't get off work till about now, and I just jumped on, grabbed like a, a pear, and that's what I'm eating for dinner. So I'm happy. A pear. I a literally pear. have a pear. That's Look. it. You eat the weirdest things, man. Here's our weird fucking good, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so shout out to Zocker for jo- for joining the show. Uh, let's see. I got a couple more here. Donataku says Fallout 4 Combat was much improved compared to 3 in New Vegas. So I'm hoping Starfield is more of a step up. Well, I got to ask you about that, dealer, because you and I have this conversation a lot about. I always say the Fallout 4 shooting's pretty good. Like, I don't mind it because they took a bunch of help. <laughs> Holy fan noise. Oh, my God. <laughs> he said, oh, my his, God. His dreads are smacking him in the face and stuff. There's so much wind in here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Fallout 4 combat, I I mean, if I'm, yeah. if I'm picking up what you're putting down here, it was definitely yeah, better than know. 3. You didn't need bats to... To not want to kill yourself by the end of the game with the combat, but I mean, uh, it, it had some work to do. But this is a game that was how old is this game now? Eight years old. I mean, this six, is a game six, that's seven six, years fifty old. years old now, and and I think that they've come a long way, and they can get help from it and all these other guys to help them out uh, with their third person combat. So I, I'm with uh, I'm with whoever the hell said that earlier. D batch. I'm with D batch. I think that they should have first and third person combat. Offer both of those. It's not too hard. And uh, why not, man? I mean, give people a choice. And photo mode? Are they going to have photo mode? Well, I mean, hopefully not. Hey, can we all... Do we have fan mode? Do we have fan mode still? Can we get the chat to all gather together by D-Batch yeah, and Noise no. Gate? That would be great. Yes, we do. And uh, now it's now it's okay, D-Batch. 
It's good. It's we've been, we've good done this okay. enough to you, Batch. I, you know, I just feel like there's got to be uh, some short-term memory loss or something going on. What's no, it's it's, it's kind of like the position of the mic. Whatever. I just turned one of them off. It's okay. <laughs> Make sure you got it unidirectional, okay? Not omnidirectional. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and uh, shout out to Dealer for providing technical support on the show live <laughs> while we do everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, hey, and Doobie says... Shout out to the RDX panel. Thank you so much, Doovy. Yo, Donnie Kazada puts down Song of Iron code in the chat. So uh, let me know if you get that picked. I still haven't played that. Gaz I with have. a 12-pound super chat. My man, Gaz, I, I don't hear from this guy all day, and he drops in a super. What are you doing, Gaz? You don't send me supers. He's partying. It's his birthday. Oh, yeah. It's his happy birthday, Oh, happy Gaz. birthday, Gaz. OG's back together. Just need Tim Dog screaming, and we're good. Uh, I was Tim Dog dropped out. He'll come back, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's see. I got one more. I got one more. John TJ says, "D, you're in a Sony salt mine." Ha ha! The fans and risk it for the biscuit. Who's been a channel member for eight months says, "RDNXC." D was like, "Ooh, gross!" In the house today to the Xbox One S version. Keep, of going, RDX. keep going. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, he says, Good day to Colt, dealer Fonz, and Dean Zocker. I'm strapped after my trip, so I'm using a cheapy chat. This is going to be fire. Uh, okay, you spent all this money. So just, just, let's- just post save a lot coupons in the chat. That'll uh, help Colt fund the, the show. And For a free Blimpy sub. Yeah, you know, the free well, Blimpy sub. Speaking of spending, uh, Zocker, we got to talk about this spending spree. This organic spending spree, get the chat up to date on what's going on with Sony and their latest buying option and what in the heck they're doing. Because a lot of people saw that and like, what does this mean? Are you talking about the uh, the $1 billion or like $1 over, billion. Like literally, yeah, what, like a billion dollars into they, Epic Game Studios or Epic uh, the store. Then they put like another $200 million like a few months ago. And then Sony shocks the world. Like like this organic, like they, they're almost at like $2 billion invested in Epic Games, which is kind of insane, right? That's, mm-hmm. that's 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 a lot of money to put into something that you're not going to be a part of. Wink, wink, aka PC gaming. So that's we're gonna, here. Like I think they're going to be part of. Like I think that's where they're going to use it. I mean, Steam is where you should be, but I think they're going to go into Epic Games, use their store to kind of maybe get stuff out there and maybe even get a partnership. I mean, we've seen the partnership with Discord, right? Like Sony's going to be integrating a lot of their chat with Discord, and they're already doing that where you can connect your account your PlayStation Now account or PlayStation Plus, whatever the hell it's called, your PlayStation Plus account into Discord and use it. So I don't know. They're they're investing a lot of money into the PC space without, you know, you know. well, we're not going to put it out there and because it's going to devalue our games. My ass it is. You're going to put it, that shit on there just like everyone else and join the party. Yeah. Well, I thought this whole thing with Epic was about them investing in technology and unreal stuff for movies, for Sony Pictures. D-Batch, you know anything about this? You think that Zocker's onto something with the day-and-date PC games on Epic Game Store? I I think it's a lot of stuff. They've been slowly, you know, putting their their foot into the pot there. And um, I think it's a lot of things. I think it's to get, you know, some PC traction. I, I think it's also to invest in the technologies that they have so, you know, they can have some type of advantage or, you know, privy to 
to, to certain tools before everybody else helped develop stuff. And also, I think it's for the metaverse. I was reading some stuff earlier today that, you know, some of this pushes for, for, for the metaverse. And they want to invest that money. Like a lot of people are kind of sleeping on the metaverse, myself included, because, you know, we're, we're the type of people that if we if we don't see it, in the moment, it's like, ah, it doesn't exist. But the metaverse is coming, and, and a lot of these companies are starting to prepare for it. So I, I think it's a multi-tiered approach, but I think PC is definitely at, at the helm of it and, and the technologies that uh, Epic has. Yeah, it certainly seems like it would. they'd actually uh, have a foundation to work from. But right now, they'd have to just push over to Steam. They feel like they can't do that because Xbox does it, and for some reason, they can't. I got to ask Fonz, like, Fonz, what's your take on this day-and-date PC thing? What are you expecting them to do? Are they ready to make a move, or why are they I, waiting? I don't think they're going to be doing that right away. Uh, eventually, they will. Um, I, I just don't. You know, they're going to take their time. They're, they're slowly watching everything that Microsoft is doing. Um, you know, we've said it time and time again on RDX, and you've even said it here too, Cole. Like, you know that they're going to be doing day and date eventually, uh, even on their own platform. Um, it's just going to take some time. They're going to make sure that they got all their numbers lined up and everything, you know, uh, the way they want it to be before they pull that trigger. But it's going to be pulled eventually. Yep. Yeah, that's the, the whole I think it's inevitable with services like this, man. I mean, the services really do uh, need that day and date to really entice everybody. I mean, because they will entice some with some of that nostalgia, but let's face it, with the things going on right now, with uh, some of their games sort of just stop, uh, not working anymore, let's say, um, Mm -hmm, for some people, mm -hmm. some games that they bought, um, yeah, a lot of people are not really uh, too ecstatic for all their digital services right now. So we'll see. So I, I got to ask, Dealer, because this kind of ties into people are connecting the dots with the Unreal Engine 5 thing. Sony paid for like a bespoke demo of the Nanites and Lumens thing. Dealer, can you talk to us about the, the whole thing where a lot of PlayStation fans are saying this could not run on an Xbox Series X because of the IO speed of the PS5, like this demo could only be running at 30 frames at this fidelity on a PS5. Have you dug into that? Which demo are we talking about? That old one from uh, about oh a year God. and a half ago. That's why I wanted to double check. I'm like, what the? F- We've already been through this. Like, <laughs> that's they're stupid. Still, well, they're still talking about it. It's yeah. dumb. The reason it was running at 30 frames had nothing to do with the SSD. Uh, it had everything to do with the resolution and the fact that Unreal Engine 5 is brand new. And um, it's, you know, as every engine goes along, it gets a little bit more proficient. But um, yeah, I mean, obviously that could be run on an Xbox Series S. That is the target for the next generation of 16, 16 threads into processor with an SSD. And, you know, with the, obviously things like FSR and stuff like that, GPU is going to be a lot easier to scale things on. But at the end of the day, that is Epic's target, as they've shown mm-hmm. running on PC, as they've confirmed we're running on PC. As people have in their computers right now messing around with that old demo, you've got to remember they, they released a lot of this stuff for people to mess around with on drives far slower than a PS5's. Uh, so, factually, it's not uh, only able to run on the PS5. We know that. We've known that. That's why I had to double-check. But, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, ultimately, yeah, Unreal 5 is, I mean, it just it looks incredible. It's, it's a much bigger deal than I think everybody, myself included, 
thought it would be uh, just to, what they're trying to do, how easy it is to work on, how they're trying to speed up workflows, automate things like global illumination, get rid of all these technical. We've all seen great games that have shitty fucking, you know, no offense, but shitty technical leads on them where the game just runs like trash. And you're like, what is going on? Like we, mm-hmm. we seen red dead two on Xbox one. It looks better than ha- almost all these <laughs> next generation games that this gets rid of yeah. a lot of that. It really does. And, and when you like work with Unreal engine five, what were there was two big games that, that I was giving a speech, Colt. What the fuck? No, I'm just kidding. But seriously, though, when you work with Unreal Engine Five, you get free unlimited tech support from Epic if you work with the engine, which is big. Epic tech support. That's all I wanted you? to finish up by saying. That's big. Hey, I, I just, I just want to, I just want to add to what Dealer said there. Uh, running it on the PC right now, it's running on the PC. I think it's uh, 1440p, and it's bouncing like 30 to like 40 FPS. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so it's not even doing 60 fps and this is like on an rtx 3090 okay so um i think it's an amazing showing for the xbox series x to see the fidelity and yeah it was like 30 fps but it was smooth and when you see that like a 3090 and i'll be uh, i don't know i'll be fair it's not 100 optimized obviously but still it's very powerful hardware is is still running it barely above 30 fps yeah. lets you know that the series X and S are in a good place. I think 1080p, damn it, you know, Zucker, 1200p, whatever <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll get it to run out at 30, 60 FPS on that engine. I think it's going to be amazing. And honestly, I, I haven't understated it. I've always thought that Unreal Engine <laughs> is going to be huge. And Unreal Engine Five, I'm telling you, it's it's a game changer. If you just look at all the studios recently this, that announced that they're going to be switching over to it, it's going to be a game changer and i can't wait till the game stop dropping start dropping yeah i want to i want to get into some of the things that we're going to see improve and some of the change we're going to see with unreal engine 5 but i got to give a shout out to zocker for being on camera if i could just borrow half of his eyebrows i think i will be good because i have zero <laughs> and he's got a surplus over there Zucker, you're looking if, great if zocker, you zocker winks at us he's going to take flight <laughs> <laughs> We love soccer. Um, we do love soccer. <laughs> uh, I gotta ask, um, Zocker, you've dig- you've been digging into this. I want to get back to Dealer as well because he did a video about this Unreal Engine Five. But um, what are you expecting to see change with the Unreal Engine Five? Because games, these games lately, Zocker, they've been basically Xbox One and PS4 enhanced. Uh, it seems like, like we really haven't seen anything amazing. That, that we couldn't see have seen last gen. I got to see it to believe it. Like the whole thing of yeah. it's going to make it easy for developers. That was the same shit they said about uh, Unreal Engine 4. The whole thing is it's going to do this, streamline, blah, 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 blah. Uh, well, you know what? Game still took five to six to seven years, eight years to make. So unless they truly actually take that technology and streamline it, streamline it for <laughs> developers, I don't see it happening until I see it. Right. Like that's the, the proof is in the pudding. Let me see it first. Let me see you doing that. Let me see smaller developers get more out of it, get way more out of it. We're we're almost playing like a triple A game because that's another thing they talked mm-hmm. about. I'm getting tired of tech and developers and people from Xbox, Sony, everything. They're talking a lot. Show me what you're mm-hmm. going to do. That's what I want to see. Give me the game. I want to see it in my hands. I want to play it. And I want it to not be freaking buggy and crappy. And I want you to use the hardware. Like the demo we got from the, from the Matrix was awesome. Yes, that was amazing. Yeah. And then the demos we were getting, you know, with this past event with Xbox, it was actually pretty cool. Like all the technology, the facial, the the mutants, whatever the hell they called it, 
all that stuff. Like you're like, wow, you generated a whole world. It took less time. This actually looks pretty cool. Then if you saw the people that took demos, one person made like a Superman demo where he's flying around the city like super mm-hmm. fast. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, Dude, I saw that. Yeah. Can you imagine? Cool. Can you imagine having a 300 person developer team that are professionals working on something on Unreal Engine 5 for three yeah. years? Like, let's get something like that going first. I don't want to have it where we're talking about it, all this tech, and they're like, look at this, look at that. And then it's never implemented in the games. Or if it is, there's compromises elsewhere. Give me the damn, right. give me the software with the hardware working together. And give me the games where I'm playing them. So that's all I could say about the Unreal Engine. Is it cool? Yeah, it's it's awesome. And I know people that are messing with the Unreal Engine 5 right now that are just having fun with it. They're not developers. And they're like, whoa, I, I, I can build things faster than before. And it's like that's great, <laughs> but but it's like it's like they're just right. building like a train going. Yeah, but okay, I, I get what you're saying with stuff. with that. But what, uh, what I'll say is they actually <laughs> talked about specifically being able to animate in the renderer, not being you know you don't have to send things back to the tech team, right? And the artist can have a little bit more control, or vice versa. The fact that they've got a library of fo- photogrammetry scanned assets that can basically be just you know utilized a lot of them for free. Like a lot of what they're doing is really cool. I think it will, and, and it's obvious that I think it will speed a lot of stuff up. Um, you know, it gets rid of a lot, of, a lot of that red tape, having to send stuff back and forth. When you get, you know, I need the hand to do this motion because uh, you know he's, he's bim smacking someone in the corner of fifty fifth and fourth, and you know you don't got to send it to, to someone else to do this stuff. They can do a lot of that right there and iterate on it. But I think it's cool, man. I think it's it's exciting. I'm gonna rob everybody's high. It's exciting, like the animation of the, the the. I think it was like two shows ago, right, where they showed off like. The person jumping over the rock or the girl doing this and that. Yes. All that animation yeah. is cool and it's there and they can use it. That's there for developers. What I want to see is what like the coalition is going to do with those animations. Heighten them, make them better. Zucker that's makes a good point. What, they made a guy that's scared of some fog. That's what they've done. He, and and what about the scary, point? They did, they did show some cool stuff that like a small team could like put something together and have like a high quality like setup for a game or a tech demo with those tools. Like, but Zucker's leading into a really good point. Like what about the developers that don't need a canned animation of hopping over a rock or throwing a fireball at a giant, you know, See, what it like the coalition. And here's where I'm going to take it to dealer, even though he, he started on that already, but uh, give us a quick um, explanation of what you think the coalition it plans to do with Unreal Engine five. And what, what's like going to be the game changer. I mean, they're showing you what they're, what they're kind of playing. even with a small passionate, you know, the passion project, tech demos they're showing you what they can do as of right now with a very small team on a not a lot of time really with you know for individual demos and learning a new engine as they literally unlock new features like metahumans right or anamorphs whatever the hell they're calling it now they're they're literally going back and implementing that stuff in their tech yeah. demos and they're showing you what they can do in you know x amount of time i think it's impressive man and i think that with over 300 people the coalition when they might have over 400 now uh, they're going to be able to, to knock it out of the park with the next Gears of War. And I think that surprisingly, uh, they are pushing this technology harder than anybody else right now. Xbox have the most developers in the industry working with Unreal Engine 5. From what we can tell, it's, it's yeah. probably 10 studios we saw on that list. Uh, that's, you know, that's not a bad sign. Uh, and really, it makes you wonder why the hell Halo's using Nestle space. I, I know. Actually, I, I do want to talk. No, yeah, I think Swiss, I think Swiss Space has a lot a lot of ways to come. I don't think we've seen the best of that engine at all. But yeah, I mean, Unreal's making a, a hell of an argument for enough. developers. 
new studios that were announced like cd project red they're they're making the next witcher using unreal engine 5 the next Tomb that's Raider crazy is going to be using unreal engine 5 like that's these are why d like did, they, witcher 3 is amazing in that because in that uh red engine or whatever it's called the the tech like you really have to look deep into the technology it it really here's my word <laughs> streamlines all the development uh for, for, <laughs> for these developers it, it really does the, the ease for them to create things they just don't need to do certain things anymore it cuts out a lot of steps for them and you guys have made the point that you see people that aren't professional studios just regular folk making some amazing stuff so when cd project red gets their hands on it when we're seeing the next Tomb Raider game created with this, I think we're going to see some truly amazing things because these are already great studios. And now when they have tools that make their work a lot easier and actually allow them to create things that they were never even possible, was never even possible with the hardware, maybe with a supercomputer, is, is, it's amazing. The sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope we see something because I really feel like we're still in cross generation. Let me go to Fonz here in a second. Yudana Kazada says, No one's a bigger fan of RDX and XC than D's PC. And welcome to the new channel members. <laughs> Rob McKinley, welcome to new channel members as well as Scrub Nurse. Welcome to the channel. You'll be you'll get early access to my little videos I make and merch giveaways I do on the 21st of every month. So welcome to the show and the channel for that. And John TJ says, everyone hit the like button for this amazing show. If you're having a good time on the XNC with the RDX podcast collaboration, uh, move the chat out of the way. Just hit the like button and come right back and join the chat. There's some amazing people like Psychonauts, Special Nick's hanging out in here. Gaz, my mods, Happy Bomb, and Lethal Papa, and Xbox Obi are chilling in here, keeping the smack down for the crackdown. And uh, I appreciate that and all your work you're doing so we can have a good time. Lord Staller Killer says... Gear six will be absolutely fire. We uh, we could talk about gear six. I got to ask Fonz about um about because <laughs> D just brought up Crystal Dynamics and Tomb Raider and the, I'm like, oh cool, Tomb Raider game. But the very first thought that came to my mind, Fonz, if you're listening, is they're already planning a new Tomb Raider. But last time I checked, they were busy on something. What is going on? What's the what's the plan and roadmap for Crystal Dynamics and this partnership with Xbox? I don't know what their roadmap is. I don't know what their plans are. I, <laughs> you were you were I you told me you were lying on LinkedIn. <laughs> I hear I hear the same thing you've heard. I mean, you you may have heard more. I don't know, uh, but I want you, know, you to sp- I want you to speculate a little we bit, d- Fonz, because mm. they're supposed to be working on Perfect Dark. They already want to start playing the next Tomb Raider. Yes. Thinking about Tomb Raider's partnership with Xbox, you know, are there any? Is there I don't think I don't think that Crystal Dynamics is putting uh, Perfect Dark ahead of their own projects. Don't 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 get it twisted. They may have some sort of deal with Xbox, but they're still Crystal like Dynamics, Steel, and they still got things to put out there, like the next Tomb Raider. And mm-hmm. a lot of people are excited for that. And matter of fact, um, I'm not the biggest Tomb Raider fan. But I will say, you know, I, I'm more excited for the next Tomb Raider than I am Perfect Dark, really. So, I mean, I, I just don't think that Crystal Dynamics is really putting a Perfect Dark ahead of them 
their own stuff, you know. Did they say specifically think? it was Crystal Dynamics or was it Square Enix? Yeah, it was the head of Crystal Dynamics that was on the Unreal State of Unreal stream uh, last week before the guy, you and I. The former guy that was the director of Days Gone is now basically, I think, directing the new Tomb Raider. He talked about it and put it on LinkedIn, put it on Twitter that he's over there at Crystal Dynamics now which Crystal Dynamics is working on three things now, which they talked about. They said Perfect Dark, now this new Tomb Raider, and they're still working on Avengers because despite what everybody everybody says, apparently Avengers is really successful and they're not going to let it go. And they're like, there's still I mean, they themselves have said it wasn't successful. Here's here's what they need to be focused (laughs) on is the next Guardians of the Galaxy over there at Eidos Montreal. And that's all I care about yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, they do. Uh, it was just, it was great. It was a good game. It's, you know, sold millions and millions already. And uh, whether or not Square, Square Enix says it's a failure is, uh, you know, they're lying. Come on. It's your, it's your fault, dealer, that it didn't sell better. You, before the game came out, you're like, I'm not really hyped. It looks like a venture. I wasn't. And, I was like, and, then and I, I was came, like, you know what, dealer? You killed the launch, the and now we're not getting a sequel. <laughs> so it's dealer's fault. In the chat I shield for that game failure. harder than anybody. It's great. <laughs> Tim, I remember, Tim, you're dropping. I playing it, and you were just like, "Are you enjoying it?" I'm like, "Dude, it's really good." You're like, "You like everything," and then you played it. You're like, "You do like Walker. everything, though." You're so like, it's you do. I had to go yeah. ahead and cross verify. I'm like, "Hang on, Zalka likes it. I gotta go ask six other people to make sure it's good." You know, so, you, were, be- you, you were definitely <laughs> onto something on this one. You know, Guardians I know. is a toddler. Dealer has. <laughs> He has to be really careful when he hears that Zocker or I am liking a game. He always has well, to give it like a three day waiting period. To, to be honest, though, Cole, like. Every time we do talk on the show on RDX and we're like, yeah, this game's coming out. Zocker's like, yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> Every game. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Bar- Barbie, so Barbie and fun, you know, in Funko Land or whatever. And he's like, I can't wait. You know, we're Fonz, just like, really? Don't make me murder you, Fonz. Every and here's the thing. About, here's the like, thing. I don't now like I can- this game. Yeah, no, they're the kind of like polar opposites. I'm the you know? opposite, right? I'm the opposite. Yeah, I'm the Fonz guy who's like, everything. I'm not Zucker looking forward to that everything. game. And Zucker's like, I love it. And, and Zucker's like, Wasteland 3 looks amazing. Five years later, never played it. I Look, so, it. Uh, you know, that's why I got a cross reference. You know, I'm surrounded by, you know, like yin and yang here. So Goldilocks and the three bears approach when I look at games. I, love I got Zocker, who's the, the big bear. This porridge is too hot. <laughs> and Fonz is the porridge too cold. Yeah, dealers yeah. usually this forge is just right because usually our it's, stuff lines up. It's but, fine you know, because you know why? At the end of the day, Zonka is a toddler. That's, you know, that's it. <laughs> is that the real recording? Because it sounds yeah, like that's, D doing that's the, 100% doing the, impression. the real guy. Yeah, yeah, that's, 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 that's the only D, way that crackhead is going to end up on any of these shows is that recording oh right gosh, there. I was just about to ask Tim a question, and he's like, "I'm out." So. um yeah, I was going to ask Unfortunately, I think Tim's connection is bad because it happens on RDX, too. And he goes out and in, out and in. He's on yeah, McDonald's I'm over here Wi-Fi. The, uh... <laughs> He's literally in the drive-thru yep. ordering yep. a Big Mac right now. He's like, now. I'll take order, but better. He's like, this deal's on lock. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> what a sign of Blizzard. He's like, that's fucking great. Should have bought an Xbox. Oh, oh yeah. We, we love Tim Dog. David Kirkhoff, thank you so much for the two euro says, didn't Epic Tech Support uh, was the Epic Tech Support by Coalition? Yeah, they worked with them. They worked together. They've worked together for a long time. So, like Dealer said, whatever the Coalition does with Unreal 5 will be amazing. And uh, they did kind of port. Gears 5 into Unreal Engine 5, but was that the version we played enhanced, or they just tested out no, no, internally? The only, the only thing ported for Unreal Engine 5 is the current Fortnite. That's the only thing that's running okay. Unreal Engine 5 right now, which but I they played said they ran. Well. 
I thought they ran Gears Five through Unreal, but that was just something they did internally to see what yeah, it just, would do. Just internally, nothing. The yeah. only thing in public that you could play is Fortnite right now. From what I, from what they said, like just in that show, and then from what I've seen, Unreal Engine Five on Fortnite's the only thing with the no build mode, which is, you know, ten times better than anything. Yeah, they look any different. I mean, I haven't played Fortnite before. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're not going to. I always think it's funny, like, when people are like, I can't wait to see a game like this get no. get ported on Real 5. Like, I don't know if you'd ever see the difference, but. I don't think there's think much difference in it at all because if, if it's changed, it, has it already changed to Unreal 5? Yeah, yeah. On Fortnite, oh, because my, my, my son plays it from time to time. And he, he, the only thing he's mentioned is the difference is, you know, so you got that mode where you don't have to build houses or. Well, yeah, that, this, that the, the transition to UE5 wasn't basically, it wasn't really for the cosmetics. I think yeah. it's for future updates and stuff. So it's Probably. not something that's going to push anything in that regard the, anyway. The, the only not thing that's Fortnite. good about it, the only thing that's good about it and why they bring it up is because no one talked about Fortnite <laughs> shutting down <laughs> or breaking. Yeah. So it's like, they're yeah. like, yo. We put this on UE5. We're doing the test first. It's our game, obviously, and nothing happened. There you go. It, ha- it has the potential for you just to wake up one morning and play the game. It looks completely different. That That's how powerful Unreal Engine 5 is, man. They can- Are you well, being sarcastic? They're not going to do that with Fortnite, man. It's a yeah, mobile no. for a reason. It's got to run on a toaster. So. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I would like to see like a, a fucking high def version of Fortnite. I think that'd be fucking awesome, man. Like for real, like a, like a, like, like better, like, cause it's really cartoony, right? Like more like a Call more of realistic. Duty kind of like more realistic. Like why not? I mean, I like the way it looks, but I mean, that game, <laughs> I mean, that game runs at 60 on an S- Xbox one S. So it's just like optimization to the T, but um, I mean, I World know. of Warcraft looks the same after 20 years. They're not going to change Pretty it. Much. It's the art style for what it is. And people, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you guys saw some guy. One guy ported the entire World of Warcraft, like Orc City and Unreal Engine 5. And it looked freaking awesome to the point where everybody that like still plays the game is like, yo, can we upgrade like the graphics <laughs> in this game and get it like this? Because it looked cool. And it was just one guy that did it. Just one dude. Took him like I think like two weeks to do it or something. It looked okay. Awesome. Meanwhile, they're charging you know ten twenty bucks to upres games that already exist. You gotta love it. Uh, Risk it for the biscuit. Thank you so much for the eight dollar Australian says. If CD announced Tomb Raider, they may be further ahead on Project Dark than we thought. Mm. When's the next Xbox showcase? Oh. What do we see there? Are we going to see Perfect Dark Fonz at the Xbox June show? That's a hell no. Um, really? You can't say hell here. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's, <laughs> it's a definitely no. It's it's definitely a no. Um, look, we heard about the stuff going on behind the scenes over there uh, with uh, Daryl and company. Um, yeah. The initiative is they're in no position right now to show any kind of gameplay. Um, I don't think we're going to see it until but there's Drew gameplay Murray's ready. Game ponds. No, I, look, you can put... She said I'm it sure, was great fun. I'm sure that there was a playable, uh, you know, <laughs> game back when it was probably still... It helped uh, her still go sticks night, night and, You know, it was like stick figures or something. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You're right. At, at the end of the day, I think Microsoft is really going to cover their bases and they're not going to show anything that isn't ready to be shown. You know what? I say a hell yeah. Because I'm the opposite of Fonz, so it's going to yeah, be there. There you go. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I honestly, I don't think it's going to be there. I mean, they showed that trailer what like a year and a half ago at the Game Awards show. So, like, mm-hmm. if anything, they'll they might show another like teaser. No, no but I don't no, think it is. No. If anything, it's going to be shown at the Game Awards at the end of this year. 
Here, here's the thing. Why do they need to show anything this year on Perfect Dark? They've got so many other games to show. They've got a vow they've got to show. I, I'm sure that's going to be shown this year. Um, Maybe. Other games. <laughs> no, no. I think a vow will the, be shown. They don't, have, they don't need to show anything because we're going to – there's a drought for. He didn't say they were, didn't need to show anything. No, no, I said they don't need to show Perfect Dark. Okay. Oh. Okay, yeah, okay, they've okay. got other no, things they can show. Yeah, I would rather yeah, see a vow. Like I want to see. Yeah, that. me too. I want to see a vow. Me and you are on that same level where we want wow, more uh, fantasy games. We want more fantasy games right now. Yep. Me and Zocker. Yeah, y'all's yeah. twins. Yep. Hey, Wait. we're twins in MLB too. We've been playing the crap out of that. <laughs> oh my god, dude! I I need to get off of that damn game. Twenty hours. <laughs> I've been playing it too. I hey, feel like hey Colt, uh, you want to you want to go ahead and just kick these two out and um, yeah. No, Colt's you know been what? playing too. <laughs> <laughs> why why you got to throw me under the bus? No, yeah. I, I really like I really like MLB. I made my character, and um, I mean I'm not a good looking dude, so me translating a video game is what? even worse. So it looks like a totally derpy guy playing baseball, like up to the plate, derp McDerper. But uh, I got to ask you guys, this is like a perfect segue into, let me grab Scrub Nurse. It says, they won't make Fortnite more realistic because it's a game for gu- with guns for kids. I mean, everybody loves Fortnite. I got to ask you guys about, um, shoot, I totally forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to hosting, right, dealer? Welcome to hosting where it's like the fizz hosting just goes out of, of a two liter. It's gone. Um I was going to ask you guys about the game engines because we were talking earlier about how dealers like talking about slip space. It's just like, man, why are they, why, why are they using slip space? But Xbox has six studios. They're using unreal engine five and everyone's fighting about which engine is better. Decima is the ultimate engine and naughty dog. And, and then you've got unreal engine. Uh, Zucker, what is the killer app from Xbox game studios for engines? Uh, Either id Tech and the form of id Tech, if Activision goes through the Call of Duty engine, like Call of Duty it's, engine, like it's it a, is id Tech. It's id Tech, but it's iterated in. What do they War. call that? It's the trash dollar store version of id Tech. No one cares about bro, that. Bro, dude, that Call of Duty yeah, engine. They added on to it. Yeah, they add all kind whatever they want on it. It The id Tech you want is the one that's being used in Doom. You want id Tech? No, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. I I still think Call of Duty games look good at the time. Like when they release, they always look really good. I don't know. I people argue with me when I say that, but I always feel like the Call of Duty games always look really good modern warfare 2019 is the best looking call of duty ever right now <laughs> uh and uh to me you know yeah it looked good but I, it, it had to be the next iteration of id tech and what they're doing with their their textures and stuff like that they're doing some really cool stuff or um you know i want to see what this space can really do i'm not convinced that, that was even close to what it could really do and uh, there's a lot of reasons for that, be it the, the 500 billion contractors that were plopping grass down and didn't give a shit if it was plopped down properly or the the change in leadership or the presumed um, changing of engines. I mean, there's so much stuff that went down. I hope there's a documentary about Halo Infinite one day. And while the, you know, yeah. kind of turned out as a quality product, to, you know, aside from the post-launch stuff and the co-op, which, you know, still isn't there and going to be there until like a year later. Um I'd just like to see what that engine could really do because whatever well, that was that they showed us back? and they they showed us the 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 crap to unveil Halo Infinite right remember that looked a lot different than what we got and I just want to know what the hell happened. 
Well, that was in engine, like that 2019 yeah. stuff that we that thought was, looked really great. That was different. Oh, it it even had ray tracing. I mean, it was just different. Like it was completely yeah. like the submarine, the thing under the water, the, the animals. <laughs> what the fuck did what what happened? <laughs> we we heard that they had they, that they spent so much money on the game, and and part of me wants to believe that that had, had to do with a, with that engine that slip space. I'm sure they spent a lot of money developing that. I, like it's gonna, I think they're going to. I think they're going to move away from it, man. Yeah. Are you like, sure? I, I mean, dude, like, like you got like, that. Said, what about the best looking? The best looking Call of Duty was see, Modern Warfare. That. That's made by Infinity Ward, who it was on the engine, which is an offshoot of id Tech, which is called uh, Infinity Ward 8.0. And that game, like okay, Warzone and all those, to... run. No, I'm saying they run beautifully for first person shooters. Of course, but so does Halo Infinite. Halo Infinite runs great. Yeah, Dude, I mean, it, it feels it, good too. It, yeah. it feels yeah, good. It feels but great. I, I, I don't know, man. I don't. I think that See, if you look the thing at is, it's like, them, I, I think that honestly, I, I think they spent a lot of time developing that that engine, and I think that you know, you just got to let them work with it. I, I'm I'm all for them working with that engine and trying to you know I'm push thinking, that as far as like they I said, can. The, there is so many engines out there that you know, there's development companies that are using engines that aren't unreal, you know? So, I mean, you've got Rockstar with their Rage engine, and that yeah. looks yep. incredible. And yeah. Halo's not leaving some space, just to be clear. Yeah. And, and that's why yeah, I say I, I think that we haven't seen close to the best of what's possible with some space, and, and that's why I've always said, uh, since we first heard about the plan behind Halo, you know, this game will look drastically better two years from now than it will, than it does today. And we know that it still doesn't have ray tracing. That's one example of uh, something that will be different in the future, hopefully. Not that that's an excuse. I've railed on that enough. Um, but that's an entire way of lighting, you know, your open yeah. world. And, and uh, who knows what they're going to do with it. But this is uh, likely not going to be the uh, the best version of a space that we're going to see right now with Halo Infinite. Well, why, you guys think you, that... why wouldn't you consolidate what your developers are working on? Like, if you have four... The, the investment, FPSs, though, soccer. Like, like... like, I understand, like, that investment, I understand, but you also yeah. invested in, in, in you know, almost $8 billion. Mixer. In you invested $70 billion in, <laughs> yeah. you know... in they built, out, they, they built then, out Halo's and, engine listen, specifically to tackle those challenges. Out, they, they built out Halo's engine to tackle those challenges, but... What if Infinity Ward's engines are already tackling those challenges? What if they've been working Isn't on that? Isn't that another four years to switch over and make shit out of that thing? I, I mean, well, I the, whole point, the whole point of the Unreal Engine, <laughs> see, like they're switching see, over things from the Unreal Engine yeah. very quickly because it's easy to do so. That, what if Intex already doing that? What if I think so space will be fine. They just need to get bodies on the game and, and finish the damn game and get content out and put the put the co op in the game, get the damn ray tracing going in the game that wasn't going to be there when it's supposed to launch before it got delayed. Still ain't there, you know, half a year later. It's pathetic. Just get and, the yeah, stuff that's going. The main, you know, there's got to the be something thing. to fill saying. There's got to be something to fill saying a year and a half ago. Like, just imagine, um, well, you know, id Tech working together with Halo, or he said something like that, right? Fonz, you clock that yeah, immediately. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's got to be something where, at one point, Phil looked at the at the development of Halo Infinite and thought, "Oh my gosh, that's, I wish this was somewhere else." That's where I was going to agree with <laughs> Zocker. I mean, I see him. He's yeah. talking from that developer aspect, whereas if he's looking at another engine and it does something, say, faster or easier or something more streamlined, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you yeah. try to use something like that? I, I get that because with Unreal Engine 5, we're, we're, that's the kind of stuff we're hearing about it. And it makes yeah. a lot of sense for all these companies. Like, look at CD Projekt Red. They decided to say, hey, 
our red engine's trash. We're going to Unreal Engine not five, to, you know. Well, not to maybe mention, for who Cyberpunk. Are they, who are they going to hire? Who are they going to hire at three four three? Like somebody firm that's working on FPSs, come work on Slipspace so you can learn a whole other well, engine. Hey, when you, or when are you, you going to hire people with There's a bigger problem at 343, though, because you have to re- remember, 343 built Halo Infinite. Um, they were talking about there was at least 30% of that workforce was outsourced. It wasn't even part of 343. They were gone yeah. within 12 months. Um, so, like, they just kept hiring new guys to come in and work on the project. And that's what was really bad and, and it really took a long time, uh, plus some other stuff that was going on behind the scenes. That's the downside of contracting your workforce. But, yeah, yeah. Too. But the thing is, at the, at the end of the day, I think that that's why they're hiring now. They're on a big hiring spree because they want to get Halo Infinite up to par. They want to get it right. Um, look, I, I can make all the jokes I want. I've, I've really talked down on 343 for many years now. I'm still not sold on 343, uh, but what I played in Halo Infinite, the campaign, I I, I liked it. I liked it Mm -hmm. a lot. So I'm down and willing to let them bolster up their their studio and try and get this right. I'm down with that. Well said, well said. Let me let me go to D. I want to get if we don't hear D, we'll go through withdrawals because he's amazing. But me? if you're if you're enjoying the show, there's well over 900 people who watch the show. If you're having a good time, serious support by hitting the like. Let's get up uh, to 500. We got to hear from D Batch. D Batch, let me ask you before, if you remember what you're going to say. I got to ask you as you lead in: uh, Is <clears throat> the slip space engine a major hurdle that's taken so long for Halo Infinite to get to where they need to be? Yeah, most definitely. And I, I got to say, it's got to be discouraging for them as well to see Unreal Engine 5 and see all the things that are possible and to see how quickly they're able to to bring over all of their assets or, or whatever they're going to, their engines into the Unreal Engine 5. I think, I'm being honest, I think it's mid. I think the engine is mid. I did enjoy Halo. I thought it was a fantastic game. Uh, I, at parts, it looked beautiful. At parts, it looked dull. But for mm-hmm. me to sit there and say, oh, my God, it was the most amazing looking game would be 100% cap. And when you got Unreal Engine 5 about mm-hmm. like this, just bookmark this date. It's about to take over the industry. Why would you have an engine that's already struggling? Why would you put more resources into it? I would just cut my losses and switch over to Unreal Engine 5 or... Or, or do some t- type of collaboration with another studio within Microsoft, but that engine alone, it's just not going to cut it for next generation. Well, let it's, me ask you something, no deep. What's broken about it? Well, because they hit all, their target. They, they they hit the art style they were going for. Well, I, I, I don't all, think it's a broken engine. I, I, I think it's too early to say that, you know, it, it, it's a fail. Get no, it's just, it. it's unfortunate that they built a brand new engine and they put out a game that looks very much cross generation which it is yeah, yeah. it's a cross generation game it was made to run on an Xbox 1 uh matric edition right dealer is that like you said in a couple years we're going to see it improve is it going to start looking more refined or is it uh, just going to kind of clean up i think dealer dropped out oh yeah, yeah he did dealer. so uh, I, I would say this i would say this i don't trust the engine to make the progression mm. that we think we're going to see in the engine that we've seen in id tech seven, like id tech seven, like from id tech six has 10 times the geometric details, higher texture, fidelity, all this stuff. And the one thing people aren't taking into account is what we've always talked about, which is time. Like yeah. these engines, yeah. id tech has been worked on for freaking like 20 years. Plus yes. You look at, you look at this new uh, infinity ward. They're talking about bringing out their new engine this year. The new Call of Duty is going to be on the new engine this year. This isn't something that they were just like, we're just doing it now. No, all the games 
feed off of that engine. So they have all these people, thousands of developers working on it, not five or 800 that like Halo has with 343, which is one mm-hmm. studio working on it. And if it, and if Slipspace was that engine that they can probably use across all these developers, I wouldn't see Xbox developers going to Unreal Engine 5. 10 of them are going there. 10 are going to mm-hmm. Unreal Engine 5. I think Slipspace is going to be with Halo Infinite. They might try to salvage it by putting more money towards it. But why even do that if you have id Tech sitting right there that you own? And we already know that is one of the most, be- like the best optimized game. And by the way, id Tech just got DLSS in June 2021. Imagine how long it's going to take everybody else to get it decent on Slipspace. Yeah, so, like, I hope somebody pointed this out in the chat, though, and this has to be said. You yeah, know, they own id Tech, right? So yeah. what's to say they can't help out with the slip space engine? Why? Help them out a bit. Why? Why? Yeah, why not? Why run a pill? Why take those amazing resources yeah. Here's the and thing. put them I on think something that's like all the way down here when be, you could take those resources because, and put them up here where it already is? Well, you're seeing, you're seeing, you're, but, but you're watching a bunch of demos and, and Epic talk about their own yeah. engine and bolster it so much. But have we not seen other engines look just as amazing? Like you know, I'm just well, saying, we're talking too soon the on engine. the slip space. It's not Fons, the can I engine that makes quick, a game though? look amazing. We're talking too soon Go on ahead, slip space. Hey, Fons, but That's I, all I'm I, saying. I, I, I'll say this: what you said right there. You know, they're showing us demos. We actually got to play uh, the Matrix, and yeah, it's not a full ass game, but it's a game enough. That's, that's mm-hmm. the biggest type of demo I've freaking ever seen, where you can drive every single yeah, car but... in there and you can go wherever you the... want. So it, the the kind of the proof is kind of there in the pudding. It's it's there, and that was made already. So imagine people investing time into it, and once again, people are are missing the point with Unreal Engine Five. Yes, it's got all these great assets, and you can do all these things in it, but it's it's the tools that are available that Oh that, yeah, I, I'm not denying that. that. Steps, I see all like that. Steps, like months, I, I, I see all that. But my whole point is, at the end of the day, when you're looking at this new Slipspace engine, that's just it. It's it's brand new. They 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 just built this for this game for a game that was cross generational, and they wanted to they they hit the art style they were going for, uh, whether you like it or not. Uh, I, I I'm just saying it's too soon to say that it, that it's a failure, in my opinion. One I just thing, think it's uh, you, too soon. You asked me one thing that it, that I didn't like about the uh, the the engine uh, in Halo when you're like flying over the world, the popping yeah. is atrocious, man. It's 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 atrocious, and you they will hide it enough for that guess last what? reveal. And even on, guess even what? on D- a high end PC, man, with a D- thirty ninety. I've seen uh, I've seen Unreal Engine at work in some of these demos and seen pop into. Somebody said that it tech wasn't built for open world. No, it wasn't. And neither was a real engine yet. CD project red is going there because they want to do that. The coalition just spoke about helping unreal engine become better for open world. Like that was one of the demos they just talked about was generating an open world game, which maybe that's what coalition is working on as an open world game. All these things take time to iterate through apex was the engine used during rage Two. Some people said rage. Yes. Two was tech. It tech did open help world. with that game, but it was yeah. more the shooting mechanics. Apex did the generation of the world, the generate, like putting it all out there. So that's the whole point. Now, infinity ward with their engine, it is built for open world. What is Warzone? It's a massive open world with 200 plus people in it fighting. That is a massive open world that you can put out there and play. 
If you just make some tweaks, that's the whole point of this. That they've been working on the. I'm looking at it right and now. Why is that? Why is that, Zocker? Because they're they've they've progressed in their engine. They they've actually worked on that their engine. Since yes, 2004. And Let that's me ask you guys slips, a question. That's what I'm saying. Me, slip, it's too early to say slip space needs to be chucked. It's well, what, too early what, what, what for I'm that. Saying, I, I agree. What I'm Let me ask you a question, Zocker. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let me ask you a question. Let's say you get a chance. Like, really, really imagine you got a chance to sit down with a couple of lead technical directors at 343, and you ask them, how long would it take you to take Halo Infinite and start moving it over to Unreal Engine 5? What do you think their answer would be? I mean, if I don't know about Unreal Engine 5. I don't know. I think it would say, like... Or, or in tech. I would, it, tech, I'd yeah. say if it's Idtech or Infinity Ward, it depends if they get help, right? If there's no help and they yeah. move it over, that's going to be a while. But my whole point is... I'm not trying to kill slip space. Like I think they created yeah. slip space when Xbox wasn't buying anybody. They weren't getting it tech. They weren't getting infinity. Yeah, they weren't getting these true. awesome developers that have these awesome engines. If the Activision blizzard sale goes through and the FTC allows it, I don't even understand why we were even having this discussion. If you have infinity Ward and it tech, it's pick and choose between two, the two best first person engines in the world. Why go anywhere else? And why put in three, four, three? Cause Let's all be real here. 343 has talented people there, no matter what anybody says. They got extremely talented people there. Why not get those talented people to help Infinity Ward become even better or help id Tech become even better? Why not get those engines on there on Halo, the one of the best first-person shooters in the world in Halo, and put it on the best freaking engines in the world? Why not? And, and let me say something that I know Fonz, D, and Zocker, and I are all thinking that you're probably not sure if we're saying... We know Halo Infinite feels fantastic. We know yeah. it can look and be better and bigger with iterations or with improvements. Like, I already know, and I've already thought about this and kind of talked about it in a video like a couple weeks ago, but I know that the seasonal thing, it'll get better. Like, Halo Infinite, even if it stays on slip space, which I'm sure it will, will get bigger and better because that foundation's really good. They just launched a product with a fairly, uh, well... Guys, a, a great open world ring, but cold. it was one biome. Like if it would have been multiple they, parts of the ring that looked different, I think it would have gone a cold, long they, way. You yeah, got to understand, they had to put it on the fat Xbox One as well. I mean, that's that's literally uh, and, why. And, we and got I sat got. here, I sat right here on the RDX podcast for a long time with you guys and said, you know, cross generation won't hold anything back, and it, it does. To Halo Infinite degree. kind of I, smacked I, I, me I, right I, in the face with that one. Yeah, I don't care what really is said. Does it hold, do things scale? Yes, but I think there is a a, a point where scaling it, it it there's design choices they yeah. put in place let's, based let's, off of older hardware. Let's yeah. talk about design choices. The one thing people aren't taking into account is we're talking about id Tech and then the Infinity War, the two best first person shooter engines out there. That's ultra successful. Let's look at the ones that haven't been ultra successful. Frostbite Engine has been in development since 2007 when they made Bad Company in 2008. So that's been going on almost, what, 15 or 20 years now? And it still has problems. Mm -hmm. And people are still struggling with it. They try to open it to build open world games with Andromeda. Mm -hmm. The combat feels great. But again, it's having troubles to this day. And then you look at everything else. Like, look at Crytek. Crytek at one point was like kind of at the top. And everybody was like, this is really great. Yeah. Still went down. So why would you take resources away? Once you pull away, there's a difference to though. Else, there, I, I, I there's mean, a difference the difference between frostbite and say slip space. 
One of the main key differences that EA forces those devs to use Frostbite. Exactly. Uh, three four three is not forced to use slip space. They they wanted to use slip space. They built this for their well, game. Well, they used slip space because so, they were using code. Sorry, sorry. They were using code all the way back from Bungie in two thousand one in their engine on Halo Four, and they were like, "We basically had a code debt. That's what it's called. Where we can't get through these problems, or we're going to hit a ceiling of not being able to be creative in our games because the code does not allow it." So they that's why they created slip space. I just have a question. Uh, I, I just want to ask you and D both. What is it that you don't like about Halo Infinite using slip space right now? Like uh, uh, you played the game. The the cap the capabilities like I, I I I'm I'm watching the stuff that Unreal Engine is capable of doing. I'm I'm watching even like let's go back to the no I'm, a, I'm asking I don't, I'm I don't think it has exactly to do so what? much with the engine. Like, I think it has to do with the, how the studio implemented things. Like when you play facts. the Halo Infinite campaign, I played it twice. I know Fawn's probably right with me, right? You play yeah. it. It's got the bare bones, bare minimum, just good enough. I freaking loved the campaign. It was great, That's but amazing. it needed it more variety. And it just kind of did just enough of the open world. You've got, you've got targets you could take out, stuff we've done for 15 years in modern uh, AAA games. It had some collectibles. It had some upgrade stuff you could do. The grapple was freaking amazing. Yes, and it it's not so much the engine is the problem. A, a lot of it, probably first and foremost, oh, is the team. Wow. Yes. And, and Joseph Management, Staten has come yeah. in as a leader and I feel like, man, they brought him in so late. They brought him in at the bottom of the ninth inning with with bases loaded, and they brought him in to try MLB, the show reference for you guys. They brought him in like way too late and out of the last-ditch effort, and he's really good. He's that guy. He probably is walking around the team going, come on, you know, gosh dang, kick some A, you know, like uh, – like well, Lieutenant Dan, I think, I, think, I, think cut, I think he cut stuff. Like, let's be honest, I think he cut stuff. I think he. So, like, what you're saying, what yeah, yeah. we don't like from the engine. Number one, like, I play on Xbox, and I want the hardware to be used. It's not being used to its full nope. potential. You well, look at P, when you look at PC, I played on PC also. It doesn't have DLSS. It doesn't have ray tracing. It doesn't have nope. a lot of stuff yeah. on there that the engine doesn't have. While I go over to play doom eternal and that has ray tracing reflections okay, everything but- the bells and whistles and it runs at like a thousand frames at ultra 4k and it's yeah, like whoa facts. what an optimization and then you run infinity but, but, game but we're that's the status quo but, but that's right, because but that's also because they've had a lot of issues at 343 we've talked about that and you know they rush the they push this game as fast as they can out there when Joseph came in there and started you know telling them hey we got to get this game out but we got to get out put out put out a good product uh, they did that. It was decent. Like, was it the best looking game? No. Uh, could it have been better? The, the lighting, all this, you know, f- feature rich stuff that's coming along in some of these games in Unreal Engine Five. It didn't have all that stuff. But yeah, it. it we can't say that the Slip Space Engine can't do that. Can I? Can we I, can't I say wait, hold that. on. Give me. Give me a second. Let me. People are saying, well, ray tracing doesn't mean more fun. No, I get what you're saying, no, guys. Johnny, not. all these guys. No. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that. For the Xbox Series X, the one I have right here that I'm looking at, Xbox said hardware accelerated ray tracing. A lot of developers, third party, were talking about ray tracing, running things at 4K60 is the new standard, blah, blah, okay. blah. And we're not getting those. And I yeah. paid money for stuff that they said they're going to have. I'm not going to sit here and chill for anyone. Oh, no, I want no, stuff. No, no, I'm just not. saying people in chat are saying that. Yeah. They're like, oh, does it mean more fun? No, it doesn't. But 
running Sea of Thieves, Sea of, sea of Thieves, but, like I know we hate, like people hate that game, but that's optimized very well. That thing runs yes, at 120 max setting with ray tracing for like all the, like, all, like HDR, like it looks beautiful. I got to like, point out something though. You, you guys are looking at the Unreal Engine 5 demos and you're looking at stuff that's cutting edge for mm-hmm. next generation or this generation we're on now. We're looking at, we're, we're comparing it to, uh, you know, Halo Infinite, which is cross-generational. It's one game. Wait for the second. Uh, see how they implement it okay. on next-gen only, and we'll go from there. But okay, I, I'll ask, I'll ask D. Go ahead, D. Uh, like, I want to ask you, like, because I feel like Halo Infinite targeted the late 2010s tech, right? It, yeah. it basically targeted what you'd get on a 1070 or, or a, 10, a 10 series or a 20 series card on PC, and it targeted what you'd get on an Xbox One X or whatever. Right. That's how I feel. So what, tell us what you're going to say. No, I was going to say if, if okay, if the Slipstream engine is, is at where it's at right now, it's going to get better in time, for sure. Mm-hmm. However, these engines, there's a lot there's a lot better engines out there right now, and those are also going to get better in time. But how do you? Know? I just, I just, I, I, do you work with I, the Slipspace engine? Do you I, know well, the ins I, and I, outs I can, of this? Well, I, I can, I, I can mean, tell by what I can tell by what they pushed out on PC. I can tell how you know how far you have. You have a, a development team that was in turmoil. There was a lot of stuff going on there behind the scenes. We've heard about Halo Infinite, and it's I'm, you know. I, I I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna drop like a. Let me drop a five word grenade and let. Let it go back to D batch. I believe Halo Five looks better than Infinite. Go D. Um, uh, wow. In some ways, <laughs> I, I, I don't. It's such a troll. I really. It was more beautiful. I'm sorry. It, it really was. Colors, more colors, whatever. But I. I <laughs> honestly, I I just I feel that they're behind. I don't I don't think they're gonna keep up to the level of Unreal Engine Five and and some of these other engines out there. I think they're behind. I think. I think we're in a race to have the best looking games, the best playing games, to have the 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 next generation upon us. And in 2026, uh, not 2026, sorry, next year, we're going to be seeing a lot of like only next generation games. I don't think we're going to be seeing a lot of cross generation games next year. So where does that put this? I think it's starting, bro. I think you're selling a lot. I think you're selling a lot of other engine, other engines out there short. I mean, what Naughty Dog does with. Look what they did with their, uh, you know. Yeah, but we're not talking what, what, about Naughty Dog's it? engine. We're talking yeah, about but, the Slipstream, and I just don't think oh, it's up to exactly, par. Exactly, up in time. They, they they hit their target on the art style they wanted to go for, and they had to build for the Xbox One Fat as well. I mean, but nobody, there is nobody, so much. There is so much there that's that's different. We're we're looking at all these Unreal Engine Five demos again for cutting edge technology. This is going forward, and I, and who knows? The slipspace engine so could Fonz, be great. Fonz, it I might agree. be trash. I don't know. So my, but we got to let them build upon my, what they already argument, have. My argument to you is that every engine that we're talking about built games for cross-gen. Every game that we talked about, everything we talked about, Call of Duty, we talked about mm-hmm. Doom. It's true. The way they were optimized, they looked amazing. But not, so imagine, but not every game so had... imagine what they're going to look like when they only concentrate on the next gen. Not every game had as much of a development... Uh, were in development hell like they were at 343 with Halo Infinite. We... Think, come on. I think the one thing that take Halo that into the account. most was, was it wasn't as graphically amazing as everyone expected it to be. I think what saved Halo was the gameplay because... The, the campaign oh, was so solid. I, I freaking enjoyed the hell. I cursed the hell out of it because I played it on Heroic, but I loved I loved that game. You guys know my hatred for, for the last Halo. 
this was an amazing experience. But there was there was a lot of areas that it was lacking, and I was able to overlook it because the gameplay was so good. Now, when you have next, Mike, this is my opinion. When you have next generation engines coming out that tick all the boxes. I'm not going to be so forgiving at that point that, okay, it's, it's got a oh, good I'm story when I'm seeing amazing looking you. games with good stories, yeah. graphics, and gameplay. I'm, I'm with you there. I'm, I'm with, with you. Say I'm something. Saying, and I love Halo no, Infinite. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I, I'll just, <laughs> I'm, I, I, something I, something. I'm watching the chat because you yeah. guys are, even though you're arguing, you're all actually dropping some good facts act uh, really well in, in such a good argument. I love it. But when I think about it, because when D was talking, I, my mind started thinking about how they improved Halo Infinite for launch so much where the armor and the weapons had that that grit and that extra detail, and they just made the game look so much better um, yeah. than it looked at the at the release. And it was so close. And then when I start to think about it, because Pixelbit G in the chat said, uh, Halo 5 doesn't look better because the enemies were more detailed in Halo Infinite. And I'm like, yeah, that's probably true. And it really comes down to there wasn't a lot of busyness going on. Like in Halo 5, there's a lot of stuff going on in the sky and around you, but they're, but it's closed off. It's not an open world. And um, when I think about, the like I, I said earlier, you went on this ring and there was only one area. And when you go on this one area where there's gray rocks, evergreen tree, some green grass, and then some shiny you know covenant interiors, and that was it, right? And after a while, you think, what could it, and I seriously think after all the griping we've all four of us have done for good reason, right? If that game would have shipped with three or four different areas, a jungle area, a sand area, a snow yeah. area, and maybe a couple oh, different looking interiors. Area. Like remember when you go into the, into the interior where it looks like an interior dirt training ground for Warzone, like toward the end, that looked amazing, but there wasn't enough variety. And I almost think, gosh, dang, the game, like D's right. The game feels amazing. We loved the game. We love the campaign, but if it just had a little more variety, I think we wouldn't be worrying about how the game looks because I think it still looks pretty good. Am I close, guys? Yeah, yes. I just think in the end, it, it's it's due to the development hell. I, I think that yeah. you know, yeah. at the end, there was some push, there was some rush to get it out. Uh, it still looked fine. It wasn't the, the most graphical showcase out there, but it, it looked it looked good enough and. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of the art style myself, yeah. but it is what it is. They 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 wanted to go for that art style. I, I want care, more. I don't care enough. for the. Yeah. I don't care for how the game looked. Honestly, like, I'm not saying. I'm not. What I mean by that is, I'm not here for the graphic thing. Like, oh, I want this this engine for that. I'm saying, performance wise, development wise, get this game because we should not be waiting six or seven years for another Halo. Sorry, I don't want to wait that long. That yeah. I think that if they go you to won't. another engine. We'll be able to get that sooner. Like now that slip space is done, that might be even we get something sooner. And if slip space blows up and they do really well, and the next Halo looks fantastic and it's run wells and it has all every all the bells and whistles we're talking about because it's a first party studio and that's what I want out of the Xbox and PC, then I'm going to be happy. Then I won't even say anything about it. But from what I'm seeing, we're not getting the stuff that they said that was going to be there. Obviously, the development hell does suck. But as a gamer, I don't care about that. Fix your shit. So fix yeah. it. Get it done so I can play Halo because I Halo Infinite is my favorite Halo by far campaign-wise. I got immersed. In, I put 35 mm-hmm. hours. I have over 1,000 achievement points. I just played with Hargeet in the in the community, like I think it was like two nights ago, and we uh-huh. had a blast. We played for like an hour straight, like an hour and a half straight, and I was just shooting people. We're having fun, laughing. Like the game is fun. It is fun because it's Halo because we know it what does, Halo is. 
And it does seem like maybe they got everything kind of under control for the engine as they were launching the game and now they're finally getting to all that content they're so far behind but i don't want to talk about halo too long uh, yeah, or maybe you we'll know, all just fall over and die Cole, you know the thing is at the end of the day i'll just i'll just say my piece here about halo halo infinite the campaign was great even the multiplayer was great from what i played the problem is at the end of the day the reason why anybody complains really about halo right now isn't the graphics or anything it's no. that they just don't have enough content there yeah they yeah. just didn't have enough when they pushed it out and that that's their fault and that's all part of that development yeah. hell but at the end of the day i think the slip space engine they should just you know we'll, we'll see what what it looks like next you know in the second one uh, whatever yeah 343 we'll is one of their most I mean, expensive studios and good enough is not good enough is what we're saying and they know that and uh this game is going to grow over time i i gotta give a shout out to over a thousand people who are watching if you're having a good time if uh our toxic. crazy takes haven't uh drive, driven you crazy enough let's get up to 500 likes we're just a couple away from there i got a couple super chats i got to bring this is the excellency podcast we're live on the cole eastwood channel and this will be up on demand on cole eastwood's channel that's me when it's done and also on you. spotify google it's me and apple and pocket podcast so that's kind of a nice video on demand thing that you can listen to while you're working out or washing the dishes fawns loves to come over and wash my dishes for me and then i make him a sandwich because he's amazing <laughs> <laughs> but let me get a super yep. chat here that got, that we got, got weird but i like it <laughs> bacon and peanut butter <laughs> bacon and peanut butter sandwich for Fonz. And then Fonz walks in and goes, Thanks for sandwich. He's got the peanut butter on the corner yeah, of his face, yep, you know, like yep. your buddy did. And milk up. mustache, too, because I like to wash it down with some milk. <laughs> yep. Milk mustache in the peanut butter cool. corners, and you are good to go. Yep. Hey, Lord Star Killer, the $5 super says, I'm looking forward to Starfield and Forza Motorsport gameplay. I'm betting we're going to see that E3. Uh, oh, yeah. Koi Cadaver sends a $20 super chat. Thanks so much. He says, Hi, Zocker. I, people are really excited to Ooh. see you on camera. I, I don't. I think they've missed some of the other several shows you've been on Iron Lords. Yeah. Nobody people think I've had. I've been on Iron Lords. I've been on yours. Mm-hmm. I've been on Gaz's. And people are like, face reveal. I'm like, for the 18th you've time. You've been on yeah. mine? And, someone oh, goes, and everybody Oz watches mine. I've got like a million views on my podcast with you. So, come on. <laughs> Make a Cyberpunk I mean, this, video. You know what? This isn't an RDX collab with you. This is a Games Talk Live collab with oh. XNC. There, yeah, we there go. it is. Dealer left. He's gone. I need to take this background off. Dealer, <laughs> yes, yeah, so, so Bunty with the two dollars says the crew is back, but where is Tim Dog? Tim Dog was dropping in and out because his AOL disc was all used up, and so he's <laughs> over to net zero. He'll be back again. Donna Taku, thank you so much for the five dollars. Says, why are you all trying to kill off an engine in his first iteration while comparing it to engines on their fifth and seventh iteration? Freaking good point. Yeah, and and I think we did cover that after you sent that that. Uh, you guys said it really well how these engines have been like refined. Uh, they got to refine slip space. Alex Ateros, thank you for the five dollar facts. Says hell of a show you guys have today. Brigadier's Blue says spawn spitting facts. Two dollar super chat and Tron TJ says slip space engine is fine. Give it time. Plus they can merge id tech engine with the Halo engine. I don't know how that works, but yeah, that mean, sounds amazing. You can't, you can't do that. It depends. You just can't do that. You still it's file cool. save as, don't you, Docker? You just you just take the folder and then you take the other folder and you merge them. Just drag it. It just magically works. That's what I, I did. It. That's what I did at school. I, that's how drag I and drop. That's all drag you gotta and do. Drag and drop. Hey, Dub says in the chat, oh, "This is so perfect." He says, "I think it was because the art style, not the engine." And I, I'm with I'm with him. I I bang that drum a lot. Like people say, <laughs> "Naughty Dog's on another level." And it's like that's really about that's not so much the engine. It's, Naughty Dog's for forte is 
attention to detail. Like they build things to the nth degree in the detail and it just shines through at every turn. And that's so, my point. They're, they're, that was my point about the 343. It's it's all about developers and their engine coming together. Whatever engine they're using, you have it doesn't to have matter. Great if you have great animators, talent. you have to have great yes. modelers. Like yes. a lot of times someone sits down and models that Marine that's fighting by your side. If mm-hmm. you turn the camera, look at them, and they're like, you know, that's that's on like how they cut corners. And you know, if you look over and see <laughs> an NPC in Spider-Man and he's got like a paper face, <laughs> you know, it's all about attention to detail don lazario yeah. says d always coming in i'm going to change it to the with the good takes now d's been making some go, super d. good points tonight d you is the what, man though, I, lord i, I want to say i want to say with fonz though you know what you know perhaps we could give them another chance with the engine uh we have maybe to. maybe one more chance yeah but if, if they giving, miss out like on key things like ray tracing d i'm with you like what are you doing like if you're missing out on things that you've promised that that's where i i'm I, i'm in agreement with both of you was it Zocker that said that Staten came in and cut things so they could get released? Or was that you, Fonz? Well, no, I think it was Zocker. That was me. I said, like, I mean, they yeah. had to. Of course they had to. They'd be like, hey, mm-hmm. let's get this game out. We got to cut some stuff well, out. Obviously like, and I'm not saying, like, story stuff. or anything like that. Like, obviously, co-op. Hey, we got to push some things. It's called, like, putting it in tier as a priority, people. And that's what you do in development. Sometimes you're not going to meet stuff that was, you know, your number two tier. You just push it to three. And you focus on the things that you need absolutely there to launch a game. Ray tracing wasn't one of them. Co-op wasn't one of them. So that's what they did. Zaku, do you like leaving the drive-thru and they say you want a chicken sandwich? And they say, oh, the chicken's going to be an extra 10 minutes. You're like, oh, I'll just take the fries and the Diet Coke. No, I smash the screen and I say, give me my chicken, you son of a... And I don't order chicken. chicken, coming around and coming through the front doors. I'm going to the ball pit. I order gyros. I just love it when they tell you to pull around front and park, and I'm like, I'm the only one in the line. Why, why do I got to pull around? I can wait right why here. Why do they got to leave you on the – on the? Oh, go no. over and park next to the building. Draw, yeah. <laughs> Lord Starkiller, thank you so much for the $10. He says, what does the panel think of UI, UE5's integration with RDNA 2 features? Crap, I'm going to ask D-Batch on this. Is you, Unreal Engine 5 and RDNA 2 features like VRS, mesh shaders, and all that stuff, right? You're an expert on this, D. Are, are there going to be some connections? Are there going to be some alleviation with that? Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if they really need to use the mesh shaders in their engine with the way th- they have things running. Um, well, VRR, we know, is going to be a part of it for sure, right? I think the major problem, I was uh, watching a video today. I think the major problem that they're having with that engine now is, is foilage. I think that's the only thing that's really missing to be implemented to that engine is foilage. So yeah. I, I think the consoles are going to be well optimized for it. And the reason why I say this is because it's already running better on consoles than it is on PC. So I think the consoles are going to be well optimized yeah. for it. I think I think this is going to be our, our best chance to see most of these next generation features working. And let's not forget, RDNA 3 is right around the corner. And those features are going to get announced uh, in the summertime. And Unreal Engine 5 is also going to support that. So it's, it's going to be interesting to PS5 see. PS5 already what... has it. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. RDNA 5, yep. what are you talking about, man? They're well ahead. I can't wait to get out of this cross-generation thing. We've been, like, jammed into it with very few exceptions. Drawn TJ says, Halo runs at 4K60, and he says that was fun, Zocker. Neil B says... D, hope you're all having fun with Fonz and Colt. Uh, have a great Monday. Splendiferous says, Zucker's being toxic on your show. Stop him. Okay, Joker I'm going to kick. Toddler. <laughs> oh, I hate it. I hate it, and I love it, and I hate, I hate it again. I hate it, and I love it. I love it, and I love it. I love it a lot. R- uh, Randall Williams says, just got my Xbox. Loving it so far. Randolph, in the chat, r- tell us what Randolph. game you launched up first 
on the Xbox Series X because I'm always curious to see what someone loads up first when they get a superpower. Minecraft, <laughs> Minecraft in 4K. Special Nick, thank you so much for hanging out in the chat. I would love to be on your show again, but if you don't want me, I understand. He says, podcast needs more Greek flavor than just soccer. Well, we should get you in here again, Nick, because... Uh, Come hang out with it. Come on. Hey. Remember we used to say Malacca on like every show? Yeah, because because of, of Odyssey. Dude, please, we're in a party. Please, please like, oh, English only right now. Please, please, English only. I don't know if you're no, talking about No, we used to say Malacca or... constantly. <laughs> I even made a t-shirt that uh, nobody bought, but I should have made one for myself. Did you know you what? I'm going to go do that. I did. I, I, I will literally wear the Assassin's Creed like upside down V thing and I wrote Malacca under it where the yeah, it was cool. I'll have to dig that up. And Saint, then you uh, you made Saint another one welcome said, as a channel member. He's got the Raz uh, profile I kind of drew. Welcome to the channel. Like I said, if you're a channel member, you get access to the custom emojis. You know, I'm gonna throw these in here because um uh, because I drew them, you get they boom, bomb, sling, blow, bam. But uh, I gotta, we're gonna go into the next top. If I talk any more about Halo, yeah, no. I'm going to break the physical disc I don't own of Halo, Yay! and uh, yeah, no, I, I, I love it and I hate it and I love it yet again. So, anyway, I gotta ask you guys about Jim Ryan of PlayStation is so adamant. I'll, I'll start with D because I know that Zocker and Fonz could like get on a soapbox. Uh, I like go him, crazy, but I, I gotta ask. No, no, no. I gotta ask you. Jim Ryan says if they go day and date in their PlayStation Premium service, yes, I said that correctly. Premium, it will reduce the quality of their exclusives. D, preach the gospel. That's like a crap. Oh my god, man! How 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 would it would they would they work less? Would they work less hard? Like would would they? <laughs> You know, take days off. Would they say, you know, it doesn't matter as much now because it's going into a subscription service? That's just the most ridiculous comment that I've ever heard. The real answer is, uh, we don't think we'd be able to get as much money out of you guys up front. But I, I think Sony's really being their own worst enemy here because I honestly believe if Sony and I know Xbox guys are going to get mad at me here, but I believe if Sony had a service where all their exclusives were day and date. I think it could surpass Game Pass. I, I, You're I full really of shit, do. D. Shut your mouth. Because, <laughs> because, because Sony. So, what does everyone ever always talk about? Sony. I always knew he was an undercover pony, dude. I always and, and, and and I'll be honest. My my PlayStation Five exists in my living room because of those exclusives. It's, it's not, I didn't get it for the multiplats. I got it for True. their exclusives that I can only play on that console. Now, if you had a service that allowed me to play those day and date, I would subscribe to it. And you know oh, wait, what? Hold on, hold on. Colt's getting up. Look at that, Bickums. You guys are making it warm months. in here. Ooh, it would wee, boy. It would, it would benefit oh my them gosh, that was a good months. shot on my rear end. There's, I'm there's seeing so the many replay. months out the year oh, that, that was your Sony's... Hey, there's hey, so many months sorry, D, go ahead. We were talking about my rear end. Go ahead. Sorry, man. I was just saying there's so many months out the year where Sony doesn't release games. And with them having a subscription service, these people are going to stay in that service all year long. And that's money generated all the time so sony really is being their worst enemy here and i think unfortunately I for them they're gonna 100%. have to change but they're gonna looks like they're gonna go you know kicking and screaming man d's 100 percent right on um look I, th this is what i've been saying as well uh if they were to go day and date uh as soon as their uh their their premium launched they would immediately get so many people jumping on there. And I'm not saying it would surpass Game Pass right away, but it would How many would jump on, Fonz, It would definitely be 
it would definitely would be it. competitive. It would be double digits for sure. Right away. I mean, you, you're looking at at least, I would say at least 20 mil would jump in that first day. Uh, if they, because really? the thing is, uh, here's, yes, of course. And I think D is 100% right when he says, I mean, like 20 because, million of the 50 million PS Plus subscribers would like make that. Oh, yes. Yes. Make that upgrade. 100%. Right? And anybody out there as a Sony fan saying, I don't want them to go day and date. I want my exclusives to kept, be kept, you know, separate. I want to spend $70 on my games. They're full of crap. They're full Exclusive. of crap. Exclusive. Do it. They would they would jump on this so fast because D is one hundred percent right when he's talking about how they don't even have that much they put out every year. They're exclusives. They may have two games a year that they put out. They're big AAA blockbuster exclusives. You may get one or two every year, and people first would party, still first party. People two, would three, still yeah. yeah, and people would still hang on to that subscription just like people still hang on to Game Pass subscriptions. I, I'm telling you, you might get more from from Xbox and Game Pass. But even just those one or two games alone will keep people hanging on that uh, their premium service, I myself included. Special I, Nick I, I says, if Sony that. had a day and date, they'd pass Game Pass numbers very, very quickly. I think he's super right because, like Fonz is alluding to, like $20 million in a day might be a crazy thing that Fonz No, I, I think, but, look, because Game Pass has already did the legwork for them. They've already shown casuals that, hey, Game Pass and a service like this is wonderful. And as soon as Sony says, hey, we've got day and date too, they're going to go, ooh, Game Pass for Sony, and jump I got to pass this to Zocker, but I got to say, admit, guys, right? PS Plus has pretty dang good games almost every month for your your yes. online your online uh, requirement service, yes. right? So if if you're looking at that, going okay, I get at least one really good game every month from PS Plus for five more dollars a month or eight more dollars a month, I could get Ragnarok when it comes out. It's going to come with Horizon Forbidden West. It just came out that I haven't bought yet or whatever, and I'm going to get you know all the big games. Like it would be huge. Zocker, what is going on? with this um, preach on this Jim Ryan saying that their games will lower in quality. Cause I know you have a so, lot to say. Jim Ryan saying that is just a, that's just a stupid take. It's not going to lower the quality of your game. It's just going to expand your games to reach more gamers, which it did with guardians of the galaxy. And it's done for other people that are not just double a single A or triple a developers. Now, as for what D and Fonz are saying about it, going to 20 million people or whatever the number right surpassing game pass. Even I don't think that's going to happen unless one thing happens or two things actually one it goes to pc two it goes to cloud because everybody got to remember yeah. this 25 million people is not just console it's pc cloud and console yeah. so sony's not going to do that sorry it's not going to happen if it's just on the playstation not going to happen they're not going to pass 25 million or 20 million it's not i can't. disagree it's got to be on I, pc I, 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 too gotta huh? be, it's got to be on pc i, I disagree be because, because if you look at the sales numbers for their big bangers that's that's going to be the main attraction those sales Consoles aren't hitting 20, 20, 25 million people. That's the hardcore. Like they get like, I think for the first month or the first like three weeks, God of War sold like 3 million, which is great. But it took mm -hmm. like several years to get to 20. It's, and those are those are the top upper echelon games. And what game have they not Forza Horizon about? 5 hit 3 million in that Let's, in like three or four days, no, right? Let's be honest, Listen, guys. Saying, it's gonna, if they're going to do day and date on the platform, they're going to do day and date on the PC because that's the least of their worries, really. Oh, no, if really. that happens, so, if that happens uh, yeah, that's yeah. when, if, it, if that happens, that's what I'm saying. If it's on PC, it's on cloud, just like Xbox, if they actually do that, which they don't have the infrastructure to do. No, I, I, I don't point, think cloud needs to be included. It'll get you do there. platform and PC, and I think and, that and, they'll get that 20 million yeah, yeah. right away. Party, their first party is not enough, and right now, to be quite honest, 
Xbox is at 25 million and they're not talking about numbers because their first party is not enough right now. Xbox not, we've talked about Xbox we've talked about has had a drought. Enough. They're not they're not having any games come out till October, like September. Like that's the whole point first party wise. Sony's in that same boat. Sony didn't have anything at the end of last year and then this beginning of the year they had some pretty good games, but one thing they didn't talk about was for Horizon Forbidden West's sales. Why? Why didn't yeah. they talk about that? So that's what I'm saying is that Why those first party games, that? those first party games are not enough. You need a big game like Outriders. You need a big hey, game like hey, no, 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 Extraction. No, games you don't wait, know wait, about. Wait, 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 wait. No, you're not going to go there. Look, well, well, wait I, I don't I don't personally care for Horizon Forbidden West. I, I think it's, for me, rather boring. But I, I do respect people's opinions, and, and a lot of people out there are saying that the game is great, okay? Yeah. Uh, a lot of people will even give it a freaking 9, 10, 10 out of 10. That's fine. Uh, it, it's definitely a better game than Outriders, I, I will say. That. No, no, Outriders, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that it, that it needs to compete. It's I'm better quality we all need, the way around. We need, we need third-party developers and I, in there. And I disagree. That game would sell. Uh, a subscription service for uh, because I'd rather play that sort of game in a subscription service for Sony rather than spend sixty seventy dollars. No, no, I'm talking it. about I'm talking about have Horizon in there. Yeah, and yeah, out, and yeah. and have Outriders. You need both. I'm saying. Oh, you, you don't need, need both need for third, some. You need I'm third telling party you, party developers. You need. Third oh, party. yeah. They've, I, already, I, they've I, already started. They've already started. They had Shadowware three. Shoehorn in. Yeah, I I think I think you're both right. I think just the Sony games alone, like honestly. I don't believe a word what these fans say. The fanboys say they're like, "Oh, I don't want to listen." These guys would be tripping us. They'd be they'd be knocking us over, trying to run ahead of us and get and subscribe service. Okay, I they, would. The, 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 so, the, so, first of all, Sony fans to a degree are pretty loyal, so they would go out and they would all get the service and start boosting the numbers. Oh, look, look, look how much we gained in a month. Oh, game passes ain't shit. Whatever they they'd be doing that, but I also do believe in the long run that they would also need to have third party games in there because they would have to compete with Microsoft because, you know, they they flip back and forth on the amount of first party games. Sony right now has more, but Microsoft once these studios start rolling, they're gonna have a lot of first party games coming out. But yeah. that cannot sustain the service alone. You you need third party games, so they would have yep. to make some third party deals. Now, as far as the cloud goes, I they already I do. They do. I, I, they. They They've make us more third-party deals than they do first-party games. Yeah, right? yeah, They've already yeah, started. That's what but I'm they're saying. They're going to have to maintain it and have some big bangers in there like, like Microsoft does. And as, as for the cloud, yeah. um, Zocker That's... was alluding to, they don't have the infrastructure. Let's not forget that they did make that deal with Microsoft to, to use Azure. So at some you point mean, in time, mm -hmm. that's going to have to come into play. And, and you know, one of, one of the problems is going to be solved. I think cloud is also so very important, but... I think the main thing is having first-party games day and date. I really think that that would drive the base, and I think it would run up the numbers quite quickly, especially if they were to launch this service in a time where they're having like two, three exclusives coming out in a short period of time. Yeah, and I think I'm going to – I got to drop a little bomb here and say that I think Jim Ryan wants day and date, and I think Jim Ryan wants PC, like Zocker's saying, but I think other leadership within Sony PlayStation – are not I'm cool with, with it 100%. and he is and jim ryan is fighting a fight behind the scenes and it's the reason why jim ryan says things like 
Oh, kind of like a uh, like like a guy whose girlfriend like cheats him like crap, and you know, like I've been there, right? And yeah, he's, uh, he's you know, uh, they had a lower quality. You know, my girlfriend says I can't come over and watch the game because you know, we're going to stairs. That's why I have a it's, it's the reason why he's put his foot in his mouth many times. Yeah. I'm in agreement with that, Colt, because I feel that way too. Because it, it doesn't me, make sense, right? Everything I read from that guy. It it because it seems like a lot of people in the community. No offense to anybody here, because we've got a lot of intelligent people here watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is a lot of people out there that will read headlines and they won't read the full article. Yeah, and I'll go in and I'll read that article and I'll go, "Why isn't anybody talking about this? This this is the key part." Like when Jim Ryan was talking about. Um, not being able to put the games or not wanting to because it might lower uh, quality and all that. At the, in that same article, he talked about how, oh, this can change very quickly. We, we it, Day and date could change very quickly for us. The, the industry is always changing quickly. Like, it could. And, and he says that in that same article. Nobody's mm-hmm. really reporting on it. Nobody's talking about it. But they just want to key in on other things. And I'm like, guys, he's, he's putting stuff out there all the time to tell you that things could change and uh, he all those little, the all those little things like the consoles aren't enough and all those things all those little things he says it's like his way of saying look i hear you but my hands are tied and especially yeah, Nick said yeah. that he talked about it in his like podcast that. last week i need to check out his podcast he had gaz on but he said almost he said what we said was almost word for word he says that jim ryan's spinning a lot of plates meaning he's juggling a lot of the things he has to do with pr and leadership and it's the reason why these messages just don't make any sense. Drawn TJ with a five dollar super chat. Thank you so much. Says give them till next year for Halo. See if everything. Uh, mm. uh, if we don't see everything next year, they'll have to adopt Unreal Engine Five. Yeah. Hargi Chani, thank you so much. He puts an Elden Ring global key for Xbox for Elden Ring in the chat. He put that uh, about ten or fifteen minutes ago. Let me know if you got it. People are cut copy and pasting super fast. Drawn TJ with another one says, "Hey, no smut, smut, Colt." Laugh out loud as I got up and. And I shook my rear end to open the window. And here's a great one. Johnny Johnny Joe Bravo <laughs> says in the chat, my girlfriend says, guys, take off your shirts. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's <laughs> correct. That's oh, my correct. God. <laughs> Billy I Madison. Love I love that movie. I love it, yeah. Fonz and I are always doing the uh, the old Billy Madison stuff. And uh, Lord Starkiller <laughs> says, Jim Gantz, move Ryan's, moving the goalposts again. Is Jim saying a game like Forza Horizon 5 was lower quality because of day and date? That's the best part about this whole Jim Ryan saying it'll lower the quality. When last year, soccer, Xbox broke historic, reviewed games, and had the most nominations, and I think overall on platform won the most awards in the Game Awards. So... It's... Not only that, the Halo had the biggest launch in Halo history. Forza had their biggest launch in history. All these games are going crazy. Back for Blood is happy. When you look at like all these games that went mm-hmm. on Game Pass day and date, they're extremely happy. Even yep. Guardians to the Galaxy, which is like an eight or six, seven month old game, are like, we're finally finding our audience really? because of Game Pass. Oh. And we're sitting here saying like, oh, it brings down the quality. No, it doesn't bring down the quality. A big reason of why Todd Howard and Pete Hines said that they wanted to join Xbox was because of Game Pass and Phil Spencer. Game Pass because they can get their games into so many people's hands. That's the whole point. When you hear developers talk, I understand there's ego. I understand there's money. I understand that, you know, this yeah, you is said a this business. in your video. Yeah, I said this in yeah. my video today. Like, I understand that this is a business. But at the end of the day, it's about having fun and bringing enjoyment to people. That's what we're all Thanks. here for is because we enjoy gaming no matter what 
Like that's uh, that, like all of us in the chat listening, everybody here, we love gaming. And at one point it wasn't Xbox. It wasn't PlayStation. It wasn't a console bullshit. It was about games and what we did. <laughs> yeah, like when I was six, you point. could afford one game a year and you played that yeah, game for a thousand yeah. hours. Like, come on. <laughs> Tell man. me about it. Yeah, that's yeah, true. He's, he's right, man. And, and I look at Jim Ryan and I, I and I totally I'm, I'm with you, Colt, with with, with how I, I think I there's feel that bad for feeling. Don't um, you? It, it reminds me kind pebbles? of it kind of reminds me of the situation back in the day with Sega of America and Sega of Japan. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really caused a downfall for Sega. So I'm not saying that's going to happen with PlayStation at all, but I'm I'm saying that they were at odds. And, and I, I feel like he's at odds right now with the higher ups um, let me add one more he, thing like he's we, a business we, guy man he sees the numbers he sees what yeah. game pass is doing and i hate it when i hear people t- out there talking out the side of their mouth all the time as if they know for sure oh game pass ain't making any money they're losing and, all the time they're hemorrhaging money all the time how would yeah. you even know that number one you ain't in there you're not looking at their freaking financial stats matter of fact you can look at their financials and every year they make more money on top of more money yeah I mean, what and is, it's not what like an American mean? business perspective, but um, it, it is like this is <laughs> this is a global strategy. Subscriptions are king. They're where how we all consume most of our entertainment media, and it's really a paradigm it, shift for how we're doing it. And to do it with games was such a disruptive thing in the market because games are not you know a dollar like a song or. $20 like a brand new movie, right? This is a 60 to $70 thing. So really good points. Drawn TJ it, says, just wait till Call of Duty's in Game Pass Day and Date bundle with a Series S for $250 and like a holiday deal or $450 if they have a price. Yeah, that would be a big deal. Hargy Johnny says, man, it would be cool if RDX crew is on camera for RDX. Mm. What happened to dealer? Dealer dropped out. Uh, something came up. I'm glad we had him on here for a little bit. Dealer is a, he is a fiery bomb. And he and he only lasts so long before he explodes. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, like he brings it right. That's what I love about Dealer. He I don't know. I always thought how in the heck he did this show, how he does his show every week, and and doesn't like fall. I think when the show's over, he probably passed out of sleep because he's got so much energy. Mm-hmm. But thanks to Dealer for being here. And of course, Tim Dog's camera oh. or his his feet totally died. Uh, Jedi Knight Peter with Australian five dollars says, "Great show as always. Soccer. soccer was cool playing Halo with you on the weekend." Hammer time. <laughs> and really, the only reason why I even bring up the point about people always talking about their financials like that, you know, is because yeah. I'm talking about Jim Ryan is looking at that. He's a business guy, right? He's mm-hmm. in the business to make his company more money. That's what he's supposed to do. But as a gamer, who cares? Hey, like, if, who if- cares? Stop looking at the situation as, you know, you're part of their business and saying, you know, oh, they're losing money and all this stuff. Look. It doesn't matter if they're losing money or making money. At the end of the day, it, what matters is your own damn wallet. Like, care about your what you're spending in this gaming space. Who cares what these companies are spending at the end of the day? I don't. Yeah. I personally just look at myself and go, do I want to spend $70 on games? No, I don't. And I'm not right. going to. That's that's I, give us a mic check, Zocker. I'm back. I, I, Sorry. You're good. I you're wanna, good. Okay. okay cool. Yeah, I want to ask the detractors this though. The detractors. If Game Pass is so bad. And developers are losing money. Why do we always see new developers going into the ser- into the service? Why do we hear developers saying nothing but praise for this if they're not making money? And the number one question is why is this year's iteration of MLB the show in Game Pass if it's such a bad deal? Thanks. What did we say last year? What did we say <laughs> yeah. last year? Last year was we were still kind of like looking for 
what Game Pass is to people. And the number one thing we said is if they get repeat customers. Game, mm-hmm. MLB The Show is a repeat customer. Multiple studios have done repeat business with them. Look at Warhammer Vermintide 2. They're getting Darktide. Like those games like launched in Game Pass and now they're going to be there again. Obviously, obviously it's plain and simple that this Game Pass like it works for developers. It works for them. Like Guardians it's of the just, Galaxy, they didn't sell. Like I know dealers said it sold millions, and I get that. But for Square Enix, it didn't sell enough. Yet that's the whole point is that they're talking about that, and now they're like, "Well, we're getting money back." They got paid what? Like what was it? Like fifteen mil or something, or twenty mil or whatever the hell it was. They to get speculate, yeah. They yeah. speculate fifteen to twenty mil. Like okay, recoup some of our development. People are playing it, talking about it again, and I guarantee you, people are buying Guardians of the Galaxy because of that. And that's exactly what it yeah. is. Like it helps nothing. Like no, it's for. The, I said this in my video today. For the, it's one of those where where like services where it benefits all parties involved. The developers get money and get exposure. Gamers get the best value, and Microsoft lines their pockets with things like you know, and nobody cares because hey, it's a great service, so everybody wins. That's yeah. what that, it's that, all about, too, is it's the value, right? That's what I see is the value in the service. So if they were to get day and date and have a competitive service to Game Pass, a true competitive service over there at Sony, I'd be right there. I Game mean, Pass as a gamer, not that's a, all I care yeah. about. Game Pass value. is not a charity. Value. Like, Xbox has a major return on investment with Game Pass. It's just weird to see Jim Ryan say, you know, if we put our games in a subscription service, it'll lower the quality. While their own Sony San Diego studio put... MLB 21 and 22 on a subscription service, which is kind of insulting. But the other part is like Hargy, shout out to Hargy. We were doing that math uh, last week I talked about where if they sell three exclusives per year on the PlayStation outright for $70, if they went to day and date, and if Fonz's numbers are anywhere, like not even remotely close, they don't have to be remotely close. All those people that went to subscription service, they could make five times, maybe 10 times more in revenue by charging people every month for a subscription service that they feel is a good value. And it's not a charity. Like I said, in the beginning of this statement, it's not a charity. They're giving you a good value in smoke and mirrors because they're making a lot of money on you and you're getting a bunch of games and they're paying the developers. And it's this cycle that just works. It's a reason why we don't get rid of our Netflix subscription. It's why I'm never getting rid of Spotify because I get so much enjoyment out of it's it. It's funny. So I don't even need to give old speech. You about reminded it. you reminded me about something. Somebody in the chat earlier said that um, they were talking about. Well, you know, it's just like Netflix. Like it doesn't keep people there. You know, because they don't. If once you get bored of it, you get rid of it. You know, you're wrong. There are you studies that, that have been put out there, and people their retention is very high. Netflix's retention, most of those services are very high because people want to see, well, what are they going to come out with next? Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, they, the, they stay. The, the, they end the up just staying. It's, it, the studies show it's not what's on there. It's what's coming. That's yes. what keeps yeah. people there. And the, oh, other thing okay. that showed, the other thing that Netflix showed is that original content does bring people, but their most watched shows was like The Office. The Office. Seinfeld, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Third party that's what I'm saying is you're going to need that third party like hype. Like you never know what's going to be in there. Like we got extraction in there. Can you imagine if they strike a deal and it gets the next Assassin's Creed or it gets the next watchdog, whatever it is, some yeah. big game like yeah. that would be massive. But or it's GTA not, six like like and this is this is Ubisoft who has Ubisoft <laughs> maybe, plus maybe like GTA six or such yeah. a fraud like GTA five. <laughs> yeah, again. Again, uh, yeah. So I'm just Enhanced. saying, like, you know, we're we're talking about this stuff, but you know, even with Ubisoft Plus, <laughs> they're putting it in there. So yeah, 
Yeah. Can I get uh, Red Dead 1 with Ray Trace Shadows, please? Heck yeah. <laughs> oh Bunty with a $5 super chat says, Jim Ryan's basically saying when a movie goes to the theater to a street or if a movie goes to the theater and to a streaming service, it loses quality, and that's stupid. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing ends when you realize that a developer never wants to put out well, a half-baked of product course, or, or bad product. Right? I, I think at the end of the day, a lot of people will point to the fact that, well, Jim is talking about you know the overall budget. Um, that, that it'll lose quality because they can't spend that much on the game. I think they can Be- afford it. But here's, but here's the kicker. If you look at the situation, like if you take a game that, you know, is, is 200 million to make, let's say it's a pretty big budget. You put that in there, uh, you put it into a service they, that says get 25 million a month, you know, that recurring payment. Uh, you're looking yeah. at almost three and a half billion a year. Yeah. I mean, yeah. at least that, a billion a year if they're on like some type of introductory offer or they get some like, like, Xbox gives out like this crazy conversion but, but ratio. The, but the crazy thing so, nobody brings up too is the fact that not only is that being crazy in, good, but that but it's yeah. not only in getting that recurring payment month by month. It's also being sold. There's still people buying the game of as course, well. Of course. So yeah, I mean, I, I just think it's excuses right now because Probably again, I think there's some struggle it. there. <laughs> I think Sony really doesn't want to push and go forward and go with through with this right away, and I mm-hmm. think Jim does. I just do. yes, I have a feeling very well said, very well said. Uh, John TJ says, "Colt, your Panther members are falling off like flies." Love yeah. supporting the show, bud. But yeah, internet's crazy. Uh, Did you we, see my face frozen? It was internet like, sucks. No, I look like a deer. I, mean, I look like an angry deer. You always head. have the deer in the headlight look, though, Zocker. We love it because I'm looking up at my <laughs> screen up here, so I'm like, <laughs> Zocker always looks so pensive. He's like. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, we had snow last night here in Washington, so you never know what the heck is going on. Uh, Xbox is, I, I don't even think I'm allowed to talk about this, but Xbox Uh-oh. is killing it in sales. Like, green screen fonts. The uh, the Xbox is like almost two to one in many markets against PlayStation. Yeah. There is multiple layers. I want to start with D because a lot of this like goes back to like the investigative work with the chips. D, get us up to speed on what in the heck is going on with the chips and Microsoft paying for chip priority. Yeah, so I was looking into that, and of course, I saw your video, and you, you put out some good points why you know this is this is not the case. And I, 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 the reason why a lot of people thought this is because uh, you know Apple, you know they they pay for space. They're they're, they're going to be going to three nanometers, so they they help with development, and then they get allocated extra space. You know, AMD does this, NVIDIA does this. So I can understand why people and myself, you know, I vaguely thought hmm, maybe this could be a, a thing, but it doesn't appear to be the case. It just, I, I think it's just the S and the X. I think it's just more effective. And I think the the most logical thing for me, once again, this is my opinion. I don't have any hard proof on this because people like to, ooh, I got you moment. But this is just my opinion. I think there might be some issues with the yields because every PlayStation 5 chip has to run at a certain frequency. It has to. It cannot fail. Where, you know, the, the Xbox. Ah, yeah, because somebody said that the AMD cards, like the 6800 XT, which is close to the PS5, overclocks way further than the ps5 and doesn't have failure problems but you just hit something that a lot of, not a lot of people talked about is that the ps5 has to be at that certain frequency yes. but it's it ha- set it ha- for spec yeah so speak on to, that 
yeah, it has to be at that frequency. So I, I'm thinking in yields, they're getting some chips that aren't quite making uh, reaching that criteria. And that could be an issue why we're not seeing as many PlayStation 5s. I've noticed that I see definitely a lot more uh, disc versions than the discless version. The mm-hmm. discless version seems to very rarely come into stock. And when it does come into stock, it's at a lot lower numbers. I'm seeing the Xbox Series S has been steady for quite some time. And now I'm starting to see the Xbox Series X coming in steady too. And it's not like it's coming in and it's just staying there and it's, it's you know, nobody's buying it. No, they're getting larger shipments in. People are still buying them because, of course, it's a larger shipment. You know, they take longer mm-hmm. to sell, but they still sell out eventually. So the, the demand is still there. Uh, it That's the only thing that makes sense to me, honestly, is just their manufacturing process is just a little bit better. Um, I don't know if Microsoft has any favors with AMD. Like I know Microsoft and AMD behind the scenes, they're working on the neural network and, you know, the next iteration of DLSS that implements uh, AI machine learning AI. I know Microsoft and AMD are working on this. So I, I don't know if there's deals where they say, you know, maybe we'll allocate you a little bit more stock. I, Really, okay, I, I just, don't think so. I don't think that's the case, to be honest with you. I just think, really, it's the PS5 is not meeting the criteria on all of their chips, all of their wafers. Some there are a lot of like things there. to connect together with this, because I just looked, and Walmart.com does not have Series X available. They're $700, $800 is refurbished, so you can't buy a regular one. I looked on Amazon and don't see them here, uh, which I think I only access North American Amazon. Uh, Zocker we saw an influx of series X's that just came out this past month, uh, quite a ton of them because they were there where they sat in, in on not, the online month, retail the store last four. the last four months. There's been a lot of retail for series X's. I know people that are getting them like crazy. I don't yeah, think, like they, and they, I don't, and I don't know sat, if it's the they chip. never sat on those sites like, like, for like more than a day until like this past month. And you and I were talking earlier. So I want you to kind of explain why you think a bunch of series X's just started showing up. On retail. Yeah. The, the first thing I would say is I don't think it's like, oh, we just paid more money to get more chips. Like that could happen. But honestly, these deals are signed like years before the the things going into production. And then not to mention, you can't break out of these deals. These are deals with multi-billion dollars involved. <laughs> this is Sony yeah. and Xbox. So I think it's more, we kind of talked about this, that a lot of the stuff we heard when the Series X was out was they were putting a lot of Series X chips and, and basically hardware into the servers. To get uh, to get the Azure servers and XCloud up to snuff, where they're going to do that, I, me and Colt were kind of talking about this. Maybe they kind of got to a point where they're like, you know what, we're comfortable with where it is. We're going to cut this down by fifty percent or twenty five percent and start putting out more consoles now, because that's something yeah. that like could be happening. And that you know what, the, the manufacturers all they care about is making the hardware. Xbox does whatever they want with it, and that's what they're going to do. They can maybe take it away from the servers, put it in there, but they got to a place where okay, now we want to push the consoles and push them out more. Not to mention, they didn't really need to do that. Neither did Sony. Sony in December also said that they're going to support the PS4 and actually keep making PS4s because they can't make enough PlayStation 5s. So the demand is there no matter what anyone says. It's going to continue to be there. And then now these games that are coming out that are Xbox Series X and Series S only or PS5 only, now I think developers are going to feel a little more comfortable since they're going to be in that 15 to 20 million mark where they can get a couple million sales in there plus the PC sales. That's where I think it's going to start differentiating and that's why I think this is getting pushed. Not to mention things are, you know, in the world, they're not normal and they probably never might go back to normal. But at the end of the day, we are going towards that a little bit. Maybe the chip shortages is going to, you know, go into next year and the year after. But I think it's going to become a lot less 
like hurtful and hard to get stuff than it was the last year and a half. Yep, I agree. Okay. Fonz, when were you going to start seeing the PS5 pickup? Because it sounds like they're in a bit of trouble for supply probably for the next nine months or year. Do you agree with that? Or what do you think is happening? It, it takes time to build greatness, Colt. And oh uh, did you see? did you see how big that console is? They're still putting them together right now. Okay, oh it takes God. time. They've I got watched a bunch you of on your elves. video put the D band plates on, and you know you were struggling to lift that yeah. thing. Well, you know I, I struggle with a lot of things, um, but uh, I just I, no, I think I think at the end of the day, it, it just comes down to you know how much they've purchased. I mean, may, maybe maybe Microsoft just went the extra mile and purchased yeah. a lot more chips more than than PlayStation did. We don't know the the, the facts know. of anything. Like, you know, could they have bought them off and bought, you know, made a deal with them? Sure. I mean, anything's possible. Money talks, but nobody that's knows. That's not this. what we. That's like, not we what don't we were know pretty this. sure is happening. No, well, I don't think sure that's happening. But I, I just not say to mention the yield. The nobody, yield, nobody really yeah, knows. There's what's going two. On. There's there's two or three things that are happening here. Like soccer and and D-Batch are saying, like, if they're having some yields, like when they pull all these uh, wafers up and they test them and uh, you know, a good mount or failing like that, that's another console. that's not going to go through manufacturing. Yeah. The other part of it that D batch was illustrating pretty well is that Xbox and Microsoft are just a better customer. Like it's so weird to say, right? AMD looks at this, like well, they have to keep these manufacturing facilities, super busy making chips because everybody wants to chip. You want to buy a car, you want to buy whatever, Everything is on delay. So it's very important. Xbox is all of their surfaces run AMD components. They've got two console SKUs that are different. They can get way more chips out of a wafer on a Series S. And the PlayStation, as a customer for AMD in the TSMC, the only thing they have to offer is two similar consoles that run the same size of chip. And maybe if they have AMD but chips cool. and their Sony TVs, I don't even know they don't have, they're not a viable customer. When Microsoft steps up the plate, I think AMD says, we got to give priority to Microsoft. They're yeah. a bigger and better customer. We're making that, more money over there. Am I crazy? If, no. if, yeah. Cause if money talks again, yeah. Yeah. It, it all comes down to the dollar for sure. They make laptops. They make Microsoft makes a host of devices. They're a much bigger mm -hmm. company. Like I said, they're working on the neural network with machine learning and AMD. Uh, yes. I, I don't know if that's going to be a part of FSR 3.0, whatever, but I know that they are working together because I've, I've seen the footage. I've, 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 I've seen the talk. So, you know, Microsoft's just a DX12 ultimate, which, you know, also affects their graphics card, you know, the, the, the Windows 10, like they're just a much bigger client. You're so right, Colt. So in, right, my, in, I my, mean, in my video, what I said earlier about the, the, the manufacturing of things are going wrong. There were so many reports before PS5 came out. There was the heating issue. There was all this stuff that Bloomberg was reporting. Melting. Like, not to mention, remember Austin Evans <laughs> opened the new PS5, the new version mm -hmm. of it that came mm -hmm. out last year that was completely different than the, the one that was at launch. And it was because people were like, oh, it's to make it cheaper for them. And it's like, they're a business. Like, yeah, we get that. But it was also yeah. like, if your stuff is built right, why are you changing it so soon? Why are you changing it five months into your launch? Or eight that's months weird, into your huh? launch. Like that's that to me. That's that's the, these are just like little like you know little signs. Like here you go. Like spread spread them out. I think all of them together are the reason why. And 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 what people are understanding is Sony had like a six month head start in manufacturing. Xbox waited that's till true. late late August early September to start making Series X consoles. That is something that is completely known. 
So how is Xbox catching up, not only in numbers, closing the gap, outselling them, and they're selling out. You look at Walmart, like Colt said, they sell yeah, out. Not the there. Series X, the Series X comes back like two days later with more in stock and then sell out again. So it's not like yeah, you like can't it. find them right now. And it's so funny I, because I, I have to wonder, like, can can place if if you think Microsoft could pay, like Splendiferous says, uh, thank you, Splendiferous says, if they pay for chips, that's good business. So what? Yeah, but I don't, I just don't think they're paying for chips. I mean, not not in the way that we think of it, because if you think of it that way, places can say, hey, you know, like we're the market leader in consoles. Like we sell almost as many switches. Like we're going to flex our muscles. We're going to spend extra money to get more chips. I just don't think I think if PlayStation goes to AMD and says, we want more chips and we're willing to pay for it. And AMD is like, you know, there's no favoritism. here. I think it just comes down to to, to spending money. I I think it just comes down to Microsoft is buying more chips. They just, that's this, just it. I'll say this, like in the PC market, like I alluded to earlier, like NVIDIA, well, they're not working with TSMC this time. Actually, they are working with TMC again. They went to um, Samsung. Didn't work out too Jeez. well with the 2000 series. So now they're going back to TSMC. They give them a big, a lot, a, a set of money ahead of time to say, yeah. listen, we want this money. We want priority number one. That's their lifeblood. So we're, we're, we're giving you, we're giving you freaking one billion dollars and then um you know in uh intel says or not intel uh, amd comes and says you know or the other manufacturers come and they they bid on it mm-hmm. too at tsmc and they say okay we're gonna give you 1.2 million okay well you get the priority they at the end of the day amd doesn't really care or, or sorry not amd tsmc really doesn't care because they just want to move as many wafers as possible right so the more business they do the better yep. it is for them and that's just the way it works just like apple gets a priority over everybody they're going to three nanometer they invested some money with tsmc for these fabs and they they get that's a priority of three margins. nanometer so it's, it's yeah the way that it's run man yeah but you would this is the series s is like, like they the series s is like the winning stable for them with um where they can get I think it was 396 chips per wafer where the PS5 gets about 250. So it's just in a massive like profit margin. And when you think about it, I mean, I know we're talking about gaming consoles, but when you think about the globe and the economy and, and tech that moves, those chips are literally, I spit when I said chip, those chips, <laughs> those chips are such a big deal in the world. Like that is like cutthroat business, right? Zocker, like the yeah. chips run the world. They're in your TV. They're in everything i i tried to get a car and it said it would take three to nine months just to just to make a car because the chips are in every component it yeah. is a major thing and um it's, it's just it's funny year, because year now on some cars man yes it is i mean didn't, yeah. didn't samsung just do a 17 billion dollar chip plant in texas like that's the whole point like they're like this is everywhere this is every company trying to do this like samsung's going to texas and has a 17 billion dollar factory being made in other cities like nevada and a couple other states were bidding for this because it is a massive boost to their economy and jobs like that's the whole point of this yeah. whole thing like this is big big people this is this is global economy defining stuff and Phil- I'm not, go ahead. yeah phil and Jim, dim's teams you know like the xbox and playstation's teams like the ones that are dealing with manufacturing, like Zocker's talking about, I, I'll, they are literally chewing their fingernails down to the bone, hoping that everything's going to work out with that supply. Because the buck starts with, if you don't get the chips, like the manufacturing is building the, the cases and that huge, gigantic heat seat. Like, that's all happening. It really comes down to that. And uh, the Super Chat says it well here. Um, 
Trell Roberts of the $5 says, GameStop has a bundle with the Series X. I got to talk about that because I had Gaming Forte on here. And he explained really well because people don't understand the bundle thing. They think it's a ripoff. They think it's some underhanded trick. But we learned from Gaming Forte, from Forte who works at a GameStop, manages it. He said that Microsoft and Sony have required them to bundle the console in favor for us, the consumers, they have realized that if you bundle the console with an extra controller and a game or two, it uh, keeps people from scalping it. The scalpers yeah. are not going to want to spend eight or nine hundred dollars and have to offload an extra controller and a couple of games. So they kind of get away from the bundles. And they the Xbox and PlayStation found out that the bundles go straight to the actual consumer and gaming player. And that's why they do the bundles. Let me grab a couple other supers here. Um, we've got Danny Pash official says the next game pass hit is Elden Ring. Mm, maybe in a year, I would say, but risk it for the biscuit. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the $8 super for Australia. He says, if you have software and hardware company that uses a lot more chips than your competitor, of course you'll have priority because you're worth more. It's business says that really well. Said it quicker than I could. Robert Hendricks says you have an, I have an up spec x screen and a g story series s screens and cart ready to buy one do any of all have first knowledge first-hand knowledge on which one is better the x screen which i think is the white one for the series s maybe i don't know what the g story is d do you know about these people ask you about screens all the time not not really i will say though i do see a lot of the white one for the uh, series s i do see a lot of people rocking that one so they love it probably that's probably the safer bet because i've seen a lot of people with it yeah, and I haven't heard any complaints, Robert, about the X screen, the white ones. So I would go with that. Um, Jedi Knight Peter, thank you so much. He's a good guy to talk to you on Xbox. He says, massive risk using Xbox for server blades in the 360 gen. First to 10 million wins the gen. How much will Microsoft care about xCloud? Well, like Zucker and I are guessing that they spent that first year. It's really apparent that they put more Xboxes in the server racks around 27 countries than they did putting them in retail because it was hard, almost impossible to get a Series X. Um, let's see. Danny Passion says, why did that person talk before Microsoft outsells PS5? Well, let me go back to that other one, Danny Passion, where he said that the first one to 10 million wins a console gen. I don't think so. I think it's going to be very close right yeah. now with how Xbox is able to get consoles. And the Xbox last generation was, you were told not to get one. Right now, people are saying Xbox is hot. Whether people agree with it or not, Zocker, am I right? Is Xbox on fire well. this generation? I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's as, it's 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 as plain as day, right? Like at this point, we're looking at PS4 type of numbers, right? And when PS4 came out, it was like, holy cow, like blah blah blah. But now it's like <laughs> Xbox is doing the same thing. Yeah, the PS5 is selling well. Like gaming's just doing well in general, and Microsoft is up there with everyone else. This isn't Finally, a yeah. three to one or a two to one lead that Sony no. has. This isn't a domination of like embarrassment for Microsoft. This is actually a very competitive generation, and it's going to stick that way the entire way through if people keep doing what they're supposed to do and honestly sony has kind of fumbled here and there with a lot of their messaging a lot of what they've done they've backtracked mm-hmm. on a lot of stuff they've charged more stuff for things like gaming 70 bucks like there's a lot of things that are going against them and it's going to catch up but that goodwill of the ps4 and that powerful name of playstation is helping them along the way this generation xbox has a lot to repair and they're going to continue to do that and they just got to provide the games the services and of course Use your freaking hardware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's going to be. I think we're going to see some catch up, D Batch. I think we're going to see some 
over these next few months or several months, if PlayStation is still waiting for supply, I think Xbox will kind of do some catch up and then PlayStation will continue to kind of keep a lead. None of that will yeah. even matter because the funny thing is you're going up against the console right now where Jim Ryan says you're only on console, basically. Yeah. And Xbox is everywhere. Yeah, the thing is, uh, man, Microsoft is really cutting into that lead, man. Uh, Sony really needs to get ahead of this uh, manufacturing issue that they have. They need to get more PlayStations out there. And I've said it time and time again, Game Pass is a huge selling factor for uh, for for the Xbox console. Um, I also think we can't just measure it on the console sales. We have to put into uh, Game Pass is a huge thing, man. Game Pass is on PC. You know, you don't even need to have a console really to subscribe to Game Pass. So I think Game Pass numbers matter too. So I think, yeah, the console sales Mm -hmm. matter. We got the Xbox Series X. We got the S. We got Game Pass users on PC on mobile. So I think (laughs) it's a little bit, a little bit more than just the console. I think it's the console user engagement subscription services yeah well um we got to um, talk about because we can talk quick, about the the sale go ahead, go ahead i just Lawrence. wanted to say about the, the the sales numbers and everything with the console uh one thing i hear a lot of people talk about and they say well people are just settling for the console because there's no ps5s to be had which is ludicrous because nobody goes into say uh <laughs> buying a, a you know a, a brand new sony qd oled tv and then they're out of them and just decide, oh, I'm going to pick up the Zenith over here. Nobody does that, okay? <laughs> when you're sp- spending your hard-earned money as a consumer, and you you're not going to go in and just yeah. buy a, a, a Series X just because, hey, they don't have a PlayStation 5. I'm going to get an X. Yeah. You know, yeah, nobody I does mean, that. Unless just, you want it. The whole nobody thing's just that. kind of dumb, right? Because you're, they're basically saying that, you know, they wanted a PS5 and so they settled for an Xbox. The, the end of the story is... The Xbox Series S is super, super alluring to the majority of console gaming fans. A three hundred dollar price point. It runs everything at sixty, basically out the gate. Um, there's always a sixty frames mode on those those games. So yeah, it's really alluring. And just the Xbox is a way good. Uh, it's a great platform that people are actually wanting, and the sales are telling the tale. But we got to talk about this new IP leak. Aaron Greenberg talked about this new tech demo with the. Unreal Engine 5 and what Coalition is doing. He says they're the masters of their thing. Zocker, we got to talk. You loved Gears Tactics. We got to talk about Gears 5 or Gears 6. Sorry. And we got to talk about this new IP because you don't just throw that out there. Aaron Greenberg is like, hey, they, they're working on a new IP. They're working on several projects, but the coalitions are incredible. Zocker, what the heck are they doing with Gears 6 and what's the new IP? I don't know what the new IP could be. I mean, obviously, like it's it's going to be. I hope it's if it's a new IP, that means it's not Perfect Dark, it's not a reoccurring one, it's not something like that, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's going to be a completely nice. new take on what they're working on, and I have a feeling that they're going to split the team up to work on Gear Six, and then have another team working something like Gears Tactics, have another developer help them with it. Um, but Gear Six, I think, is going to be a massive, you know, game. I think it's going to be open world, and you know, UE five yep. UE five is going to help them build that out, and that's what they've been doing. They said that they're going to be quiet for a little while, if you remember. Like, we're not going to hear much about them. They're going to work on this UE five, and they've been working on it for the last year, a little over a year, on the new engine. So, I think give them another year to work on the engine, start building out the game, because there's nothing worse than making a game while you're learning an engine or building an engine. So don't <laughs> do that. We spent an hour talking about yeah, that already. Don't do yeah. that. Hello, yeah, don't Halo. Do that. Like, yeah. Like, hello, Halo. Hello, Battle. You know, Battlefield did that with Frostbite. But I'm just saying, for now, 
let them do what they got to do. I want to see what Gear 6 is. And I do think that Gear 6 can use a little bit of a break. I love Gears of War, but brings Gears yeah. of War out later. And, you know, like work on this new out. IP first. Well, I right? mean, yeah. maybe bring I'm out interested. the new IP first, but also Gears is a massive franchise. You need to bring it out. Wow. And I think that they need to change it up. I think they need to change Gears up. I thought so that's what they said they talk. were going to do. I thought they were going to put out the new IP next. They were saying they were putting away Gears for a while. I they did that. say something like that. I think yeah, they, they did. did. I'm remembering yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I got to ask you, Fonz, um, what what kind of game would the coalition make? Like, what can we expect from them? We know it's going to be like one of the best looking games. Honestly, I think it's going to be something that we've all been clamoring for on the Xbox side, a third person action adventure. I think we're going to get more of what, um, not gears, uh, you know, the mechanics, of course, different game, totally different game, but we're going to see a lot of what they're good at is, which is building a nice, world and freaking characters where i think they're going to do something really cool and be a, a bit more realistic in their characters you yeah know? i i, I think yeah that's i mean uh their shooting's fantastic d-batch yeah, what shooting's fun what kind of game do you think gears will be working on you think they're going to grab some well if they say new ip i don't know if they're going to grab any type of uh, franchise and bring it to video gaming and Call it a new IP or just like some new thing that they've been stretching with what they did with Gears 5 and this tech demo. What do you expect to see? What what happened? I remember before they were working on a game. What happened to that game? Is that game like completely dead? Because they were working on a game before. This I think this is the one. I think this is it. When he says this new IP, so, back yeah. so maybe they're back already the further along than just writing stuff up on a whiteboard and yeah, because uh, they were they were coffee. they were pretty they were pretty heavy into development of that game and then they were taken away from it. So perhaps like, you know, if I had unfinished business and I, I put all this time and work and resources into this game, at some point I'd want to go back to it. So perhaps it's that game. Um, I, I would agree with Fonz. It'd have to be a, a third person action adventure game. And if, mm-hmm. if, if I'm right about this, it's a game they were working on before. It might be coming a lot sooner than we expect. Uh, I'm excited just for a new IP to be coming, to be quite honest with you. So yeah. uh, I have, I have a lot really of faith needed. in them. I have a lot yeah. of faith yeah. in them. They've been doing good work. So uh, I'm excited. Definitely. Yeah, Hargi Chani, thank you so much for the $10 super. Hargi, he's amazing. Hargeet's awesome. If, if you don't know Hargi, I would say follow him on He's he he's he just, stays off of social media. He's amazing. Just but see he him says, here in the chat all the time. He's he's yeah, always he's, he's he everywhere. Owes, he owes he owes me five guys. I'm watching you, Hargy. Yeah, we we talk to Hargy guys. every day on Xbox Live, and um, he's a great guy. He says we also have no idea how many consoles Xbox has actually sold. They don't release the numbers, and it makes it a challenge to figure out what the delta is. Miles mm-hmm. with Colt on Miles Chatter Days. I was there on Saturday. He says was saying Miles is saying that Xbox should leak the numbers. That sounds like a messy idea. J Dub, thank you, or Jub with the five dollars says, whatever that new IP is from the coalition. If anything they're working on looks like that Unreal demo, we are in for a treat. You know, there was people arguing Zocker about how that Unreal Engine, what do they call it, Alpha Point demo, doesn't look as amazing as Death Stranding or anything Naughty Dog can do. Speak on it, Zocker. Come on. 
I mean, there it's faxes is. It doesn't look as good as it. I like barren wastelands that have nothing in it, and I get to walk around in it and deliver packages. I need you to back up off of my hate from Kojami because he's amazing. Kojami. <laughs> Shout out to Brad Sams yeah. when he was on RDX to say Kojami instead of Kojima. Yeah, but, no, I, that's just dumb, man. Yeah. Just enjoy the games. Like the Unreal Engine 5 stuff looks freaking amazing. I, I mean, that Matrix demo looked insane. The stuff yeah. that we're seeing, like it, I, I, whatever we're going to see from Crystal Dynamics and also Coalition number one is going to blow people's minds with Unreal Engine 5. At least I hope it does. Like, that's like if you look at everything, don't forget about Hellblade 2. And, and you know what? Oh, and Hellblade 2. Oh, yeah. And you know what the funny thing about. is? Dealer, dealer said that there's some trash technical directors Who? out there. Dealer, when he said that earlier, he said there's Who? some trash. Uh, I know the guy that disappeared in the like a fart in the wind. Uh, he's a toddler. So that guy, the, the person that is the um, uh, Rainer, the person, the technical director at Kate Rainer Coalition, yeah. Kate Rainer, dude, she's awesome. Like that technical mm-hmm. director is like badass. Like if you guys played Hive Busters or anything like that, like it looks oh, insane. It's so good. Like it looks beautiful, and it doesn't run like I played it on the Xbox and PC. It runs flawlessly on both, man. It's like beautiful. they kill it with the optimization. What is it? Hive Busters? Busters DLC. You played it with? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I played it with you. Yeah, Doctor, yeah. We beat yeah, it together. Yeah. I remember that. It was like uh, an yeah. hour and a half. <laughs> it was like three hours. It was like three hours. It's like three hours. Four backup. It was dude. Fun. I had a good. We time. beat it in one shot in three hours. Cold. It is yeah. about a three-hour game, and they yeah. really should just. They really it should be awesome. like figuring out how to do another one of those, but uh, while they're short. working because. Do it in Unreal Engine Five. You know, Coalition. Get something. Get yeah. something else for us to chew on because I think they're going to do some amazing things. It's crazy. This is the RD, uh, I was going to say this is the RDX podcast. This is the RDX podcast collaboration with XNC. I'm the host, Cold Eastwood, and we've been here live on the show with well over a thousand people and uh, almost 700 likes. We get 700, then Fonz will take off his shirt. It'll be amazing. Mm, Can I make that promise? No, I'll say D <laughs> will take off his shirt. He'll do it. Uh, oh, D will camera. take off his shirt for sure. I mean, D, he's a handsome dude. Naked, I'll tell you what. Yeah. <laughs> Confirm, D is naked oh, on the show. But show. yeah, thank you so much. This show is on Spotify, Google, and Pocket Podcast. Still don't know what Pocket Podcast is, Fonz, but we're there on our uh, shows. It's it's actually but Pocket Cast. Pocket Cast. Okay, yes. I'll, I'll I'll forget to say that every Pocket time. Cast. And yeah, Apple Podcast. Because that's what I well. use actually. I use Pocket Cast. Do you use the Pocket Rocker when you listen to that? Uh, the old, yeah. the old 80s. I still like, have little, my down on the corner. Down I got, on the street, I got, I got, I got street, a pocket yeah. rocker for you right here. Oh my gosh! Yes, his Apex Legends on it. But uh, oh. yeah, this is been a... <laughs> this inside is, uh, joke. Inside, inside joke. joke. He Zocker mm, loves Apex Legends. It's not a yeah, let's joke. not go there. Let's you no, can figure it out. Zocker should eat baby carrots. Shout out to the chat and everybody <laughs> for uh, showing your support. Hit that like button on your way out if you're if you had a good time. I got to give a chance. This is a good chance. I would talk about what we're playing, but we've gone way over. I want to give a chance to for Fonz to give a big shout out. He runs Games Talk Live, a show on Sundays where he brings people on. What a great show! Let me just brag oh, for you, you, Fonz. He does he does a five question '80s '90s style quiz in his show. He brings people on, talks about the news. He's got one of the best looking podcast setup, hands down. Yeah, on his on the screen it looks amazing i appreciate Fonz, that man tell everybody where they can find you and what where they can look for what you're doing what's coming up next because you have some life changes going on and you're gonna kind of oh I, yeah i've got a Let's lot of stuff and, and plus covid hit me this weekend so i i wasn't <laughs> gonna yeah you so I, yeah thursday thursday i i came <laughs> down with it really hard 
Friday, uh, Friday was really bad. Saturday started to feel better, and then I said, you know, I'm going to take Sunday off because I just not 100%. And then, of course, for Colt, I had to show up. You know, rough voice and all. I said, I'm going to be here. Uh, for XNC and the RD, RDX crew, I have to show up, man. Um, we're, we're a package deal. Uh, apparently not dealer and uh, Tim, but uh, we're here. Rods. Yeah, t- dealer and Tim are like the, the two hot dogs that fell out of the hot dog pack, and yeah, we're just chilling yeah. with yeah. the hot dog juice flowing wait, wait, in inside wait, wait, the So we're hot dog door. water? We're the hot, dog, hot water? dog water, baby. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I okay. that all the time. Uh, all right. But anyways, you can catch me over there on my channel, Fonzarelli Gaming. Uh, I do Games Talk Live there every Sunday. When I get a chance, I make videos. Um, but again, going through some life struggles right now. Uh, don't have much time, but um, every Sunday I'm going to try to do my show because I, I really love doing it. Bringing in people, mostly do one-on-ones. Sometimes I do, you know, two-on-ones. Uh, pause. I, I don't want to sound Thank gross you. there. <laughs> but uh, anyways... <laughs> Going back to the hot dog water, uh, I don't have any of that on my show, but we, we have a good time over there. And, and Colt's right. Colt's been on there, what, three times already, Colt? We have, yeah, we've I had love, a great I, time. I always have a good time, man. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you make fe- people it. feel welcome and have a good time. And, of course, just like you and, do. So uh, we have a great time doing these things. Yeah. So it's fun. Well, well I got to go to D-Batch. Yeah, thank you. And and uh, Yodani put the links to your guys' channels on there. Oh, I appreciate so go that. ahead, sub. Yodani. You're already subbed to these guys, but if you're new... And you're checking out the show. Go sub to these guys. Fonz does his podcast. I got to give a shout out to D-Batch, who's like the OG. We've been working together. and We've been doing our YouTube thing since 2017. It's been dang near five years. I think we're coming up. You know, it's been five years now, right? It's been five years. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's amazing. D-Batch, you've been putting out some tech stuff. You've been showing some benchmark stuff of hot new games. As soon as they come out, talk to people about your channel. Tell them what. Give them a recommendation for the next video to go check out that you've uh, that you put out. Say, go watch this video. Say it. What do you got? Yeah, yeah. So, so basically, I I run a tech channel, tech news and gaming and TV stuff. Not a lot of TV stuff right now. More gaming stuff. And I made a switch today to cover some more PC stuff. And that video died a slow death. So using <laughs> <laughs> rough, bro. So go 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 look at that video i i built a small form factor pc which is actually just a little bit bigger than a console and i put a white strix in one and i put a amd black 6800 xt in another and really take a look at that video those builds are like wicked when you see those builds you'll be amazed at how small they are and how much power they offer and uh before that i talked about um uh super uh not super resolution, sorry. Uh, AMD's uh, DLSS. Uh, DRS. Yeah, f- is that what it is? I'm, I'm no, no. We, we have so many acron- acronyms that we've that you and I've covered on our FSR, channel. FSR. There we go. FSR. 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 Yeah. FSR 2.0. So I, I did a, my previous video was touching on STD. A video, STD. Uh, that was uh, it. <laughs> on FSR and the benefits for the console and the PC. CK and one. Yeah. But yeah. It's basically basically the the tech stuff. So you want to see cool tech stuff. Uh, look at my channel. I got lots of stuff on there. Uh, it's D underscore. Donnie put it in the YouTube, chat. Man. D. He oh, put perfect, your your perfect. video on there. Awesome. Thanks That's for nice. having me on, Fonz. Man, it's it's. I'm glad to Fonz. see you shining Fonz. over here on your podcast. Cold. Oh my god. Phil. See this. This is how you know I'm getting tired here, man. <laughs> all you Xbox guys are all the same. Fonz, Colt, Dealer, Tim, Dog, D Batch. Yeah. We're... <laughs> oh, what's happening here? <laughs> oh, thank you so much. And then. Uh, Zocker, who I've been with not long enough, not long enough. It's been four years. 
yeah, I mean, it's been a long time. Zucker yeah. runs a channel where this guy, rain or shine, he puts out a video three times a week. And I don't know how he does it. I don't know how he does it. He sees that he's a machine and he's dedicated. So you will not miss something if Zocker87 is in your sub box and if you have notifications on. Zocker, what video do you want these guys to go check out the most that you've just put out? Where can they find you? And uh, how big are your biceps? My biceps are not that big, but I'm getting there. Like I just edit so many videos that they're starting to get defined. So it's okay. Uh, no, I just like, like I'm just like, like it's burning finger push up mouse button. And, is then, heavy. and then of course I always try to edit Phil Spencer perfectly for my th- thumbnails. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I just shout out to Obi. Shout out to Obi, you son of a bitch. Monster. Oh my <laughs> gosh, you guys Obi. are filthy. I, I know. Um, so yeah, thanks guys for you know checking out the channel. You can check out any video you want. Um, Colt, I love that you brought me on here, man. It was really a lot of fun and. I always love talking to you and everybody in RDX. Obviously, like that's why people like listening to us because we're friends in real life and we talk like this in parties and you know a little more filthy. We're a little, you know, we're hardcore in there. But I mean, we, we make fun time. of Rand way more than we did we here tonight. Yeah, we say fu- uh, fudge all the time. Yeah, Rand all has a tiny mouth for something tiny, and it's just great. <laughs> yeah. So like, like I don't know. <laughs> shout out to Rand. Good, shout out to Randall. Um, but you know, the as, man as for videos, with the million as for the channel, just go check out anything you guys want. I just enjoy making content and talking about everything. Cause it's my passion. That's what I just like doing. So yeah. And I'll be playing a bunch of games. I mean, there's stuff coming out and I've been playing a lot of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So I'm jumping into Ooh. that. And then like, I have 20 yeah. hours into MLB the show because I'm, I don't know what it is, man. I don't like baseball. I don't like watching it. I don't even care for the sport. But as I'm sitting there going like, <laughs> right, can I do a changeup or a fastball or what's going on? And then what hooked me into it's the game so was- so good, man. Dude, it just it, feels I'm good for some reason. You know I what? Like it's a it's... dissertation to these guys about me facing the Dodgers and it was bottom of the ninth and I was down one to four with two outs. And then I won five to four and literally Burr. screamed like, F yeah, like when I beat them and hit like a- Oh my, it wasn't, I'm it was playing the- homer. I'm playing the game and I'm like, strike him out. Like, I just like, yeah, I get so, yes, oh, yeah. so great. it's literally a great pastime, right? Like it's, it is. it's yeah. a great way to yeah. pass the time and, and sit in a party. And talk to your <laughs> like it's a party game. I hate bonds. Yeah, it is. I, I got to say is a toddler. That was perfectly timed. I got to say, I, I won't talk about it, but I played weird West today. I really, really like it. I did not think I would give a crap. We have that three-day buffer, Colt. We have that three-day buffer. We have the three-day buffer, but it just, I don't know what it is. It feels like uh, an old Fallout game. And I downloaded I don't it because know. of you. I downloaded it. I don't know. I know, I I know like that it. a game where, you know, it's kind of like a twin stick It's an RPG. Shooter, uh, but I know those are made made for sticks, but. For me, it's like it, that would feel best with a, a mouse. Well, it's not like a twin I, stick. I, you aim with left trigger, but yeah, you have to move your right trigger to swing the, yeah. around. Which is I, I don't weird. like that. I don't like that. But that's the, that's I what know. I don't like about it. Otherwise, yeah. it, it's, it looks like a fun game. made for like a mouse and keyboard kind of thing? It's it's well, easier it, for me to control the I probably uh, weapon. Would be. Probably would be. It, I'm but I don't know. I'm really like it. PC then, because I download on Xbox, but I'll check on both. And see which one I like. Yeah, I don't know. Let me know chat next week if you try Weird West. You know, just dropped in a game pass. This is the XC podcast. This is episode 47 coming to close. And I think on May 10th is the one year anniversary of this show. And shout out to the guys from Game On Daily and people like, you know, Fawn's running a brand new show the same time as me for like giving me the motivation to do this. But it's been great having the RDX guys on here. Sorry that Dealer and 
Tim dropped out so they could go have lunch. They're going to get substance together or something. Mm-hmm. They just left. Yeah, there's holding hands. and No, I heard they're at a Best Buy watching people about to go into the store or something. That's that's what I heard. I, I that's what it is. That is what it is. You know, you know, shout out to the chat. We're going to get out of here. I've let these guys go on way too long. They're amazing. Follow them. They I will get their handles on Twitter in the description so you can follow right. them I just as well. got this from, oh, I got a message from Dealer. He says that NPDs are on lock. Oh, there right. you go. <laughs> there was a bunch of topics we didn't cover. I'm so sorry, but you guys have been great. We're going to get out of here, have some dinner. You've been amazing. Have a good night, Later, guys. guys. Thank you so much for being on here, and we'll see you soon. Later, everybody. Later. Potato skins. <laughs>